This podcast is a production of Mutant Donkey. Uh, if you like Mutant Donkey, please consider supporting us on our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash mutant donkey. You can also follow us on Twitter at mutant underscore donkey. We also have a presence on YouTube at the Mutant Donkey channel, so please like and subscribe if you like this. Thank you. Fair warning. The Mutant Donkey podcast may be inappropriate for people without a sense of humor or for people under the age of 30. Thank you for listening. Mute Donkey. Donkey, 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 also, no. I'm fashionably late, so... We can get started if you guys want. If somebody wants to start talking about what they want in the Mutant Donkey Podcast. Um, Buffalo chicken dip is what I want. Yeah. <laughs> Not what you want, what you want to watch, what you don't oh. watch, but you will watch. Okay, but you it. won't let other people watch anything inappropriate that you will also want to watch. Except for Mopi, she's not allowed to talk about inappropriate stuff. Well, it was good talking to you then. Alright. Uh oh, he left. Oh, no, she came back. Sorry, I just have to move my mic slightly so that I can fit the chip in without getting dip on it. Oh, is that what's going on? That's why your voice is changing? Oh great! <laughs> That's perfect. I'm gonna. I want to hear that the whole time. I'm going to edit that. That's <laughs> no, it. No way, man. Anytime anybody says something scandalous, you need the crunch of the chip. Um, donkey, donkey crunch, cast, crunch cast, <laughs> mutant donkey. It, actually, with this group, it'd probably be a fart. You, you have all crunches in one fart. Yeah. Um, what beautiful okay, donkey. no more, thank you. <laughs> oh, it's killing me. It's so good. <laughs> okay, Mopi, do you want to start the Mutant Donkey podcast off with your um, favorite stuff in the world to watch and to do? To watch and to do. Yeah, like what are you playing right now? What are you watching? What are you not watching? What are you not honking about? Which is probably very little, but we still need um, to know. <laughs> okay. I guess kind of what I'm- oh, yeah, yeah, what I'm playing right now is L.A. Noir. Yes! <laughs> wow. I mean, it's so inappropriate. My friend was like, it's a good game, you should get it. And- no, It's like, like a game? It's not a game, yeah. but it's like a game? What? Okay, go ahead. I said, it's a good game. Oh, it's a good game, okay, I can't hear. It's almost a game. But that has been pretty fun so far. I get frustrated with the- getting things wrong um like not being able to tell people are lying yeah yeah some of them are easy but i just can't tell with others yeah, Mopi, i've been lying to you for years you still have to figure that <laughs> well dang <laughs> but that's what i've been playing watching i haven't really been watching much the last thing i saw was probably bunny girl senpai bunny girl uh, with pie how far have you gotten into that I'm no, I'm only like maybe 
three or four episodes in. We need an explanation of what that show is for people that don't know what the hell that is. Um, it's anime. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's anime, but we need more than it's anime. Anybody listen well, to the podcast? It would be better without the explanation. Something. I mean, you told me to... Okay. What is it? it it's like... <laughs> this girl... No one can see her. She basically stops existing. But only, like, some people see her. It's really confusing. Yeah. <laughs> she stops existing? Like, she becomes invisible? Kind of like yeah, it's an invisible she, syndrome? She's, she's invisible not... and anyone else... Like, they don't... Everyone else stops remembering her. Is it because she's so, not popular or something? No, no, no. She's, a, like, a star. Like, oh, a she movie is? star, I think. Yeah. yeah, and she just, like, stops existing, I guess, for some people. And then to see if anybody notices her, she put on a bunny girl costume. Yeah, it's, like, sexy. And so oh. if she goes out in public, people are obviously going to stare. But she... No one did because she's invisible. So, yeah... Okay, I, I I have a feeling there's a movie kind of like it. Isn't there a movie with a girl and an MMA guy and she goes invisible and the only person that can see her is an MMA dude or something? Did you guys see that movie? No. Nope. Okay, well there's a movie out there. Also, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, isn't there an episode? Probably. Of, um, what do you mean probably? You know, you've seen every episode like 40 times. Yeah, I, I don't remember. There's I, an episode where this girl, this girl that's not popular, becomes invisible, and she's like running around, you know, complaining that nobody can see her or something. So, but anyway, okay, Mopi, what else? Um, well, what else do I say? I don't know. What else are you interested in? What else are you doing right now? Am I interested in? I guess dance right now and school is all I'm doing. You're and curry. Curry. And curry and rice. Uh, more people don't eat curry. The curry isn't vegan. Yeah. Oh, oh, what the hell is that? And that's time for Candyman's Chick Corner. <laughs> yep. And that's my dad calling like at a time he's never called in my life. We'll, we'll take curry is the word of the day. We'll take color, everybody. Color number one from Bakersfield, California. <laughs> On the radio phone. Hello, Dad. You're on. <laughs> Remember when your dad used to get me drunk with margaritas? What? No, it wasn't like that. Yeah, that was good times. <laughs> <laughs> well, Candyman and, and Eat and Mark would be playing uh, D&D, and then uh, Candyman's dad will be in the back mixing margaritas, and we're all... Asking if you ever watched Gladiator movies? Kind of. <laughs> um, Timmy, do you like movies about gladiators? <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't know any better, okay? <laughs> I don't know. I'm ESL. I didn't know what he meant by that. Uh, okay, so... So, okay, so who wants to go after an OP? I you, think that I want to go next. You want to go next? What are you doing? Um, and please don't know. say arm wrestling. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, you, you can say whatever you want. All right. No. So, no. No. Stop. Stop. What? No. <laughs> what? Anything? <laughs> Alrighty then. Clearly, we're playing red light, green light. What we're saying. Like so, in the best. In the what? 
The movie The Pest, remember when he's playing Red Light oh, yeah. with the German dude? <laughs> it's a really good movie. You wanna I meet like my that. snake? I named him Cocteau. <laughs> After your favorite two playwrights? <laughs> After my favorite two body parts. After my favorite two body parts. Okay, so Great. the floor is yours. <laughs> okay. So, Dad knows about that grip shrink thing that I got. Uh, um, Dad, acknowledge that you know about it. I, I know about it. Yeah, he knows about it. Okay. <laughs> but nobody so else I got knows one about of those, it. I got one of those things that you crush to improve your grip strength, and I managed to close it with my right hand. But oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. How many days did it take? I got it on, like, uh, Tuesday. Last Tuesday. Okay. And so just now? What? No, no. I, I was able to close it on Tuesday. Oh, you closed it on the day you got it. No, no, no. I, I got it. Remember, I got it on Friday. Oh, like that's the, right. When, before, yeah. So then the Tuesday after that is when I was able to close it. So how many pounds of pressure is that? Uh, it's 140. That's so and was that cheaper than a Match.com membership? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I figured somebody would make that joke. <laughs> that specific oh. joke? Not that specific joke, but, you know, something along those lines. <laughs> so what else is in your... Well, but you have to explain the whole backstory of why you got this thing. Oh, yeah. Right, so. I thought I just did. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fun version. So I was trying to do Gross. some <laughs> knee tucks hanging on a bar and then what? so uh, maybe I should go back further I've been, <laughs> no, I've, been <laughs> I've been doing uh, body weight calisthenics to train my strength and then recently to work on my abs uh, I've been doing leg races and then the next step in the progression is to do hanging knee tucks but I ran into a problem where my grip would give out before I could do the knee tucks so that's why I got the grip strengthener so I could hang on to the bar so, and so the knee tuck <laughs> is when you are holding to the bar and you're hanging you're dead hanging on the bar and then you bring your knees to your chest right is that a knee tuck yeah so you weren't able to bring your knees to your chest while holding to the bar no I was but it's just that I Basically, I couldn't do it enough for the exercise. Oh, I see. Before my grip gave out. Okay. So, yeah, there's the other thing, which is the hanging, right? Where you practice hanging from the bar. Uh, there yeah. was that guy at the Renfest Festival. I think, Candyman, were you with us at that time? I guess we were all together when they had that guy that... It was like a, a, um, a pull-up bar that people would get on it, and you have to last like 90 seconds. Yeah, yeah, that thing. Well, that thing was a scam though, because the the bar rotated, and uh, you know it wasn't anchored basically, so it rotated. So holding on was a was a nightmare. I mean, it was basically designed to make you fall. You would have to have yeah. I was after we watched that thing. I actually read up on it online, and they mm -hmm. basically said that like the it's not really a, that one's not about grip strength. That one's just like a it's kind of a very you know like people were asking like how do I train for this, and they're like. You can't really train for this like you just have to do you know like you just literally have to like do that thing mm -hmm. 
like it's just a very specific thing, but it, it's kind of a scam. It's basically designed to be impossible for a normal person that doesn't, you know, train for that specific thing to ever do. Okay, I guess the trick is you cannot regrip the bar, otherwise you lose. You have to like do it with your initial grip and never adjust your grip, right? Because if you try to regrip the bar, the bar will spin the second that you try to shift your weight on it. But yeah, I actually researched that because I did think it was interesting because I, I am pretty interested in kind of fitness stuff. So I did a lot of research on the, afterwards. I was like, this is a scam. I have to figure out the secret. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, basically you just have to get one of those and do it a lot. Oh, so you actually sell that online? Mm. I didn't look that. I didn't actually look to how to. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to. I'm not even going to try to figure out how to get one because like, that's not something I'm going to. That's not a skill that's worth mastering. I don't know. I, I think on on any day at the Renfest, if you want to show people off, that would be kind of cool. It's worth a hundred bucks. It's worth a hundred bucks at least. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It might be cool. Well, start. Start. Yeah. Start. All right. Well, let's. You probably have to build one, but I'm sure we could do it. Let's go when when I come to Texas. Let's uh. Let's just like get some wood and some gross metal and <laughs> yeah, gross, and just build one in your backyard. And then next year at Renfest, you can win. Yeah, we can win. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. Yeah, it's like I, I had gone to the axe throwing place. You know how they have the axe throwing places now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like that's really popular now, actually. It's kind of weird. Yeah, so at the Renfest, you have the axe throwing. And so I, I and then I hit my first axe in the bullseye, and they started screaming, show off. And then the next one I missed. And then, like, you suck. <laughs> so it's like there's nothing it's like fucking youtubers out there man it's freaking people from the internet just like commenting on shit it, 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 it's either you're not good enough or you're too good and you should get out of there <laughs> but anyway Ethan Tito was still talking about his whole uh, oh yeah, yeah how dare we have fun on the podcast stop, stop. yeah no <laughs> kidding yeah. how dare you we gotta go back to neutral <laughs> <laughs> no but what's the whole reason why you wanna get your hands stronger other than the what Kennyman stated. But yeah, it was for the for the pull up bar so I could hang on to it. But that's not the only reason why you're working on your grip strength. <laughs> oh yeah. <there's> a... <laughs> <laughs> like an evil witch laugh in the back. Oh right. <laughs> so there's also um a- after I got the gripper I saw it. <laughs> <The gripper. laughs> That's what it's called. It's a gripper. You grip it. The gripper. The <laughs> Okay, please go on. <laughs> so, after I got it, not chlamydia, um, the gripper. You should call it Jack the Gripper. Great. <laughs> Jack. We'll call it Jack for sure. Shepard got Jack. Yeah. Hold your Jack. <laughs> anyway. It's called Captains of Crush. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what the brand is, is Captains of Crush. Okay. Gripper. I have okay. a t-shirt with it. Anyway. Okay. the It has ratings. And basically what I got was the number one. And uh, the highest rating they have is the number four. Which is 365 pounds of oh. pressure. Okay. And... Only five people in the world have been certified to close the gripper. And I think that would be pretty cool if I could do that. Wow. Those are probably huge bodybuilder guys, though. 
Yeah, I imagine. But it's all in forearms. Yeah, but uh, but um, but you still haven't told us the other reason why you got the gripper. The other <laughs> reason I got the gripper. Yeah. I don't. What do you mean you don't? Look, what, what else did you order online that's being built and? Oh yeah yeah oh, yeah yeah. yeah. Things not as Sorry. Sorry, I didn't. Uh, the the gripper isn't important for that. It's not because I mean it. I thought that having a good grip is important, but mm -hmm. it's not grip strength. That lets you win. I got an arm wrestling table. Um, would you like to know more? <laughs> no, no. Where are my cheers? But, but, <laughs> but what's the where's point? The celebration? What's the point? <laughs> Shut up! Okay. So, what was your inspiration for the arm wrestling table? I I watched Over the Top, and I was like, "Wow, arm wrestling looks cool. I should get an arm wrestling table." So then I did, and then it's gonna get here. And it's maroon and white for the school colors. And then I'm gonna arm wrestle. And uh, probably beat the shit out of all my friends. Isn't that the <laughs> quickest way to get COVID, though? Well, obviously, I'm only doing it with my friends. Oh, so your friends don't have COVID? Well, are, are they I mean, or? I'm around them enough to the point where if they did, I would too. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, where and is then, this arm wrestling gonna go? Do you guys have enough room in your apartment? Oh, I got, yeah, we got room. Okay, good. And what else? What are you? What are you watching and liking and playing? Watching and liking and playing. So, yesterday, I watched The Dark Knight Rises. For the first time. Yes. That's the third okay. one, right? Yes, the one with Bane. And how that, that, that one? I've only watched that one once. I need to rewatch it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. I liked Bane until it turned out that he wasn't. Uh, okay. No. So <laughs> oh. it turned out that he wasn't the. Thirty minutes. Of Red <laughs> I was like, oh man, that sucks. Wait, but he wasn't what? He wasn't what? He, because they they build him up during the movie to be like the son of Razal Ghul. Oh yeah, but yeah. And it turns out at the end that it was actually the the lady from. The clean energy project or whatever <laughs> which i think is kind of strange that her strategy to get revenge on batman would be to fund clean energy but whatever anyway it was a good movie yeah that's the one where he gets his back broken right and he's got to climb out of that hole that oh yeah brutal man yes. when he's like almost dead down at that hole that was I like the part where they had the sentencing hearings, and then they put the people out on the ice. I don't think I remember that part. Did they like shoot the ice below people and they fell or something? No. So there was like a because Gotham's an island. Yeah. And they blew all the bridges except nice. for one. So basically, all of the rich people got captured and brought to the courthouse, and a guy would be there, and he's like. Uh, we've determined you guilty already. This is just a sentencing hearing. Uh, do you want death or exile? And then, uh, no matter what they choose, they get pushed out onto the ice in between the island and the mainland, and they have to walk all the way there without falling and drowning. Oh, I see. Okay. Cool. It shows how much attention I pay in movies because I don't remember any of this. Yeah, I don't remember it. Like I said, I, I need to rewatch that. I watching yesterday. I need to rewatch that. 
I, I also only saw it once in the theater, so that'd be cool to go back and watch it again. That whole series, probably. Those three movies. Yep. I think I only saw all of them just once. Really? I saw the second one like 14 times. And the first one like five times, mm-hmm. I think. Um, so what are you playing right now? I am playing... Um, I played the Master Chief Collection with Alec. We're mm-hmm. currently in the third game. We beat Reach. Well, I beat Reach by myself. And then Alec and I beat Halo 1 and Halo 2 on Legendary, which yeah. was a pain in the butt. But now Halo 3 is kind of easy. Yeah, Halo 2 Legendary, I think that's the pinnacle of the hardness, right? Yes. Very, yeah. very hard. That, that game is unforgiving. Although ODST on Legendary has got to be a backpack biatch. Yeah, that was tough too. That one was rough. That one hasn't come out yet, though. Okay, because so. in the ODST, you play a regular dude, right? So. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that on Legendary was, man, it was... Some of the, I was, especially some of the really tanky guys, it gets really hard. I run out of ammo. I didn't know what else to do. What do you do when you run out of ammo? Like if you don't hit the right spots and you don't take him down in the right sequence, you, you run out of shit to throw at them. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you just start smacking them around. So you what? Run uh, and try to find ammo, or you you reload. I guess. Reload. <laughs> something else you can you get murdered. Um. So so far, what games are out? One, two, three, and Reach. Yes. So ODST and 4 have not been out. Yes. Is that it? We don't have a Halo 5, do we? There is a Halo yeah. 5. Okay. I guess I stopped playing the Xbox. Collection. That's on the what? It's not on the Master Chief Collection, but there oh. is a Halo 5. Okay. Yeah. ODST is in the Master Chief Collection on Xbox, so it's probably just a matter of time before they release it on PC. But wasn't oh, yeah. that a separate Definitely. company, though? No. ODST was not a separate company? I thought one of those games was made by somebody else. Oh well, yeah, the different developers. Three, two, three, or whatever they're called. It wasn't. Yeah, that, right? that's who. That's who does. That's who does uh, Halo now, anyway. So oh, they took over. Okay. Yeah, it's the same publisher, though. Yeah, okay. exactly. Microsoft yeah. owns it, so it can all yeah. be together. And ODST was. It's in part of the Master Chief Collection on Xbox, so like, it doesn't make sense that they would always keep it out for PC. It's just they're probably just having issues porting it. Okay. Yeah. And then tell us about that other game that you're playing. The cool game with... Uh, is it the multiplayer game that we want to get? Oh, yeah. Among Us. No! Holy <laughs> shit. God damn it. Like, fucking well shit. Well played, Ethan. Well played. Uh, I want to talk about everything except that freaking game. I, I played Among Us with Noah uh, today, actually. Congratulations. He can play and vanilla games. I'm so excited for him. <laughs> <laughs> Alec bought it for me. I didn't... I'll have you know that I didn't spend my money on that game. That's an act of war if somebody would... Yeah, eat bought it for me. <laughs> that is an act of war right there. I need permission. Somebody else it's, has to buy that game for you. Yeah. yeah, it's entertaining if you're in a Discord call and people are yelling and screaming and running around. But yeah. not something I would play for... I mean, it, it's a party game. I mean, Kennyman and I were talking about it. It's a party game. And party, party games are fun, and it also depends who you're with. But I think after half an hour... A party game is just like okay, it's the same shit over and over again. So, yeah, I need to do something else. Yeah, I would rather play uh, Dead by Daylight because I think that actually has a progression system. Where Among Us doesn't have progression, so it's just like okay, I'm just there and I'm. That's the thing. There's no. The thing is too. It's um, it, the thing about Among Us that bothers me is that um, like there's nothing. There's there's yeah. It's basically there's no progression because like so essentially like let's say there's seven of you and one imposter. You can just keep voting people off the ship until you get the imposter, and as long as you get the imposter, 
everybody wins. Mm -hmm. so, so, like, there's no real, you know, it doesn't really matter if you get spaced or you space everyone else. As long as you get the imposter before they get you, you know, it, it doesn't matter who, like, you would think that killing, a, you know, spacing a bunch of innocent people and killing them would be bad, but as long as you get the bad guy before you get, you space the last good guy, you everybody wins, including the dead people. Yeah, it's, which, it's, it's just it, like it, just feels, it feels wrong. It feels wrong that dead people won. Yeah, I know. I agree with that. But it's kind of like that game, The Resistance. It's it's a lot more fun when you're playing the traitor, but you only get to play a traitor every once in a long while. So oh, like, speaking uh, of which, I've only been the traitor once in my entire time playing it, mm -hmm. and I didn't even get to kill anybody because I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> so there was no traitor that game, I guess. True, pretty much. So, but yeah, tell us about the other game. The real game that you're playing, not the Among Us, not the Fungus Among Us. That would be Hunt Showdown. Yeah. I have, uh, that's another game I've been playing with Alec pretty much every night. It kind of replaced the Master Chief collection for the moment. Okay. So what's yeah, the premise it, of the game? So the premise of the game is that it's like the 1890s, mm -hmm. and we're in the South, and we're basically bounty hunters that are hunting down monsters that are terrorizing the countryside but the thing is is that other bounty hunters have the same contract and they're willing to kill you in order to get the payment mm. so basically you're on a, a map of like some old country area and then there's a monster somewhere on the map so you have to go around the map finding clues that narrow down the location of the monster and then you find the monster and you kill it and then you grab uh, the bounty off of it which is like proof that you killed it or whatever mm -hmm. and then you have to escape the map with the bounty oh okay so it's yeah. like Tarkov in the 1890s kind of yes except a simpler inventory system is there a character progression? um yeah there so your character levels up mm-hmm if, if if your character escapes, if your character dies, you lose it, and you have to recruit a new one. So basically, you can level up your character and then give it traits that help them in certain ways. Mm -hmm. uh, but you can also retire characters that get to a certain level in order to get special progression points. Yeah, I guess because there's like a character progression and an overall player progression. So uh, as you're as your player XP increases, you unlock new weapons and tools that you can use. And a lot of them are really cool. Okay. Like, there's a, there's a shotgun with an axe attached to the end. Cool. And you can smack people with. So, so is it permadeath then? Like, if your character dies, that character is completely gone? Yeah. Okay, so there is a, there are stakes. I, I do like stakes. That actually interests me. Mm -hmm. And then, because... The, the equipment carries over, mm -hmm. and you're actually getting, like, in-game money from the bounties. So, so it's a roguelike in a way, that way. Yeah, so you pour money into recruiting the hero, and then you put money into all the equipment that you give them before you send them on the bounty. And then if you die, you lose both the hero and all the equipment mm -hmm. that you bought. Okay, kind of like Dead by Daylight when you lose all the equipment that you have on you. But if you escape, you get to keep it. Yeah, or like XCOM, where 
you give, you, you give your guy really good stuff, and then he dies. You're like, oh no, there goes my whole budget. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I like games that actually hold you accountable, and where there's actually a risk reward kind of thing. Oh yeah, yeah. So when you grab the bounty, everybody on the map knows your exact location. Mm-hmm. So they can chase you down as you head to the exit. But you get uh, five seconds of dark vision. Mm-hmm. That you can use whatever, whenever you want. And basically, when you use the dark vision, you can see players through walls and stuff. Oh, cool. So yeah, you, you have like five seconds of wall hacks in order to figure out what you want to do. So it does and have then, a little bit in common with it by daylight in that way. Because there's a thing where my character could see true vision and see the bad guy coming. For a little bit. Mm-hmm. Cool. And then even though the players are the biggest threat, mm-hmm. uh, the monsters can still be very dangerous. It's especially when things combine. Because there are, there are monsters that set you on fire, there are monsters that make you bleed, and there are monsters that poison you, and when you're poisoned, you can't heal. So if you're getting attacked by something that's poisoning you, and then you run into a fire, you're kind of in trouble. <laughs> oh, okay. But can you hit each other? Can you attack each other before the bounty is obtained? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's a free uh, for all. Yeah. Okay. And then you can, uh, I think the standard team size is two, but you can also do three. Is there friendly fire in your squad? Yeah, there's friendly fire. Okay. Okay, well, yeah, that sounds interesting. I'll definitely get that. You're saying probably go on sale in October. Yeah, because there's the Halloween sale. Yeah, I'm definitely going to go get that game. Okay, cool. When does that start? When does the Halloween sale start? Oh, I haven't checked it. I think it starts the weekend of Halloween. Oh, okay. Yeah, and we already got a notice from Mutant Donkey to watch for that on the sale day, so we got flagged. Yeah, you told all of us, like, hey, keep an eye out for this game on Halloween sale. I thought that was Ethan Cito that said that. Oh, well then, we already got noticed from Ethan Cito that <laughs> keep an eye out for this game when it's going yeah. to sale. So. Yay. Okay. Well, Candyman, do you want to take the reins here? You want to tell us what you're doing and playing and liking and not liking? Yeah, so um, so I've mostly been playing um, Worm Online, which I think I think I was playing this during the lab po- last podcast, so I think I've already talked about it. But it's another, um, you know, it's a survival game. It's uh, incredibly grindy, but it, it is interesting. Unfortunately, things in the like I'm in part of this village, and uh, that's what you kind of call the guilds or whatever in the game, and uh, things seem to be like people. You know, like people, I think are getting bored. Like activity levels are dropping. Mm-hmm. Oh man! So I've been prepared for this, though. A lot of survival games, like people start burning mm-hmm. out on kind of the grind. But uh, it's interesting. I've been like farming. I'm like building this giant farm and raising. Yeah, I'm basically playing Stardew Valley, like in a <laughs> different universe. Like I'm raising animals and planting crops and stuff, stuff like that. And it's been pretty. It's it's pretty fun, even though it, it is really grindy. And the, the part that probably bothers me the most is that it's the economy. Actually, it would be a very interesting kind of economic experiment, except that it's um, kind of gre. Yeah, it's kind of greasy. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Holy. Um, it's kind of pay to win. 
But what's really interesting about the game, and the reason it wasn't on Steam for a long time, is um, they basically have like a real-world kind of money tie-in with the economy. So, so basically, to get the, the money in the game is called silver. Um, there's also like copper and iron, but there's no actually. I don't know if there is gold. Silver is worth so much money. So, like a silver coin is basically worth like a British pound or like a euro. It's basically Ooh. I shouldn't say a British pound, but a euro. So. Once, so you buy silver coins, and silver coins cost like one euro, which is like a dollar twenty or something U.S. each. Holy crap! That's the game money. And then, like, if you have a deed, which is what you call like a, or a settlement, that's like if you claim land, you have to pay rent in silver. And like the whole thing is that like almost all the money in the game is is purchased by players. Like, it's kind of a closed loop. Like, you don't really earn... You can sort of kind of... Like, supposedly there is supposed to be kind of a way to earn money in the game, but it's it's just magically, surprisingly been broken. The game has been out for two months, and it's still broken. It's very interesting that a company, you know, has a game that all the... You know, that you have to buy money, and, you know, the way... There's supposed to be a way to get some in the game, but it's been broken for the entire time the game's been out. Hmm. Boy, that's just uh, that's a hell of a that's a hell of a coincidence that that uh, you know the the money system's broken, so you're just gonna have to pay real money. Boy, it's a tough break. Certainly doesn't benefit anybody, but you know. So you um, can't trade stuff for money, I guess. No, you can. So so <laughs> so what what really is very interesting about it is that um, there it's a it's a very vibrant economy and and like. Things have literal t ties to the, you know, to the, um, to real money. It, it's very interesting, like, you know, like, you can literally look at it, like, people will sell, like, a blacksmithing tool or something, you know, like a hammer or something for, like, you know, a, a silver and a half. And you're like, holy crap, like, that hammer's, like, you know, like, that's a $2 hammer. And, and, like, there's a lot of trading that goes on in the game. Like, there's a really vibrant economy, and apparently, like, before before it went on Steam, and this is why it couldn't go on Steam, is because there was um, so much real money trading essentially going on that, like, they couldn't go on Steam, and they had to, like, change a lot of, you know, kind of change a lot of things and a lot of rules and stuff to to get it to adhere to, you know, like, what Steam would, Steam would allow, um, because people could literally kind of, like, work for for real money you know like you and, and in fact there still is to some degree like like in the game they measure everything in actions like when you do stuff it it, 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 it and your character takes an action and it takes time it takes like you know like 10 or 15 or 20 seconds to do an action and um and so like that has a you know like that has a a cost or whatever mm -hmm. um and so people say like, oh well, a thousand actions is worth one silver or something. So if you're willing to like sit there and click a thousand times, then you can get like two silver or whatever it is. So, so, but yeah, but but just based on that, when you like literally are counting like thing, they measure things in thousands, like a thousand yeah. bricks or a thousand whatevers. Like each brick takes like twelve seconds to make, and like you know, a thousand bricks is worth like two silver, which is like two fifty. <laughs> so it's like it's like really crazy that you know that there's like this real world money 
time, you know, to time thing, mm -hmm. but they kind of changed it up a little bit so that they basically like disallowed real money trading because Steam wouldn't uh, let them do gambling. it. Finally, they finally got on Steam, which has brought in like a lot of people, but it's also brought in like a lot of. Uh, I don't know. It's just the the game that the game is like really tied, like still, like the game is just kind of greasy, like it's really, really heavily tied to like real money. Um, and there's also, like, a lot of things that you can buy that give you advantages. Like, things that are really good that you can buy with silver. And and people say, well, it's not pay to win because it's... A, and it is. It's a sandbox game. And as those of you who know me know, yeah, like, yeah. I, I love sandbox games. Like, I, I will just sit there and play in a stupid sandbox for <laughs> and build shit. Like, I just like to build shit. And, like, I like sandboxes. I like to just play yeah. and build things. And so, like, I'm, you know, like, I totally do it, but, but, like, they say, oh, well, it's not pay to win because you can't really win. It's just a sandbox, but it's like, yeah, but you're getting ahead of the, you know, like, all these people are playing together and you're getting ahead of them by spending money. Yeah, so, semantics. Yeah, so, I, I mean, I think it is pay to win. I mean, I, you know, like, Andres and I are, so that, so that's the game, one game I've been playing. The other game I've been playing mostly is, uh, I have played Among Us a little bit, but only with other people that, well, I would, I, I would never boot it up and play it except if somebody somebody wanted to play it with me. I would never like play it. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're not going to yeah. start spamming, sending it to everybody. Yeah, no What's shit. <laughs> Gonna gift it to people. <laughs> yep. You must play. Um, we can play Warframe as well, and Warframe's actually, you know, it's it's held up. I honestly think it's held up well. I, I think it's fun, and I I think it's held up. I I really do. I think it's it's held up well. And I, I've been having fun with it, um, but but Warframe's another game that's it's not as pay to you know it's still kind of pay to you like you it's kind of sort of pay to win I think I think it's wouldn't be unfair to say that it's you know it, it, I mean it, you can get everything by like everything in the game you can get for free, but it's still kind of pay you know like I still think it's borderline yeah i mean you could you could pay for warframes i mean you can buy yeah, just about everything in the game with silver edge. or whatever but like I, when i play warframe like i play it like a cheap ass like i play when i play uh <clears throat> war like i don't buy like you can buy things called sleep powders sleep powder gives you a sleep bonus and sleep bonus you get sleep bonus by just like sleeping in bed but you don't get a lot you can buy sleep powders for two or three silver each that gives you an hour of sleep bonus and sleep bonus gives you double XP. And so people love sleep powders because basically it's like, you know, you get twice the experience points. I mean, it's, it's huge. And, uh, but you know, like I don't, you know, I'm, I just like play games. Like, I mean, I could easily spend money on these games, but I just choose not to. And the same thing with Warframe, like Warframe, it's like, it would be really tempting to just like spend money to like, get ahead but like i just won't do it even though i could like i just kind of refuse to 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 get get into that mentality with games that like i'll pay to get an advantage yeah i would pay for a cosmetic on warframe though i would pay to unlock the colors and most people probably make fun of me for them i get the beards and the prokalaka yeah it's makes fun of me. a waste but okay <laughs> But well, because we're playing this game that's free and so if you appreciate the game and the way to donate to the game is hey buy cosmetics and that doesn't yeah, affect, you know. That's fair. Like that's the that's what I think the purest model is, and that's what the model really should be in a in a kind of perfect world. Is that um, 
cos you know it should be cosmetics and i get it like i do get it like you know there's plenty of players that don't want to you know like people but, but like uh what's it called like path of exile which is also a good game like mm -hmm. they've shown that like if you have a good game that like your your supporters will will buy that stuff to support the game like if you have a good game people will will buy cosmetics and that's the pure the pure model but but yeah it's you know it's hard and i haven't really been watching much i've been actually watching i know like this is the game podcast i have been watching some football mm -hmm. um and other than that, I have, and I've been watching a little bit of Adult Swim, which I like to watch. Like I've been, you know, Rick and Morty and some of Family Guys, some of that okay. standard trap. But I guess when you yeah, come over, we need to watch the Karate Kid. I mean, Cobra Kai. Sorry. Yeah, I was thinking about bringing Hudson Hawk with me when I come visit. I, I own Hudson it on Hawk. Amazon. I own it What's on that? Amazon Prime. I own that. Oh dear, yeah. Okay, well, good. Then I won't have to bring the DVD. Yeah. Name any cheesy movie that we were watching. I probably own it. <laughs> pretty bad anyway that's that's all i've all i've got okay andrusito i think it's up to you right on yeah just to add to the warframe thing too like way back in 2013 2014 when i started playing it kind of the same mentality that you know when you really like a game you want to contribute somehow to the developers and make it last that's when i bought necros i bought an actual warframe and i mean it's granted it is kind of a pay to win kind of thing but at the same time, when you when you first build the the tech tenno, when you first build it, like it's level zero, right? Like, so you still have yeah. to start from thing and build. Yeah, you still have so, to level it up. You don't pay for yeah, levels. Yeah, yeah. So, but but I did like in a weird kind of way in my mind, it was contributing to the game. Like paying for that thing was like telling them, "Hey, I really like this thing. Please keep doing it." And there's like like is there like something like sixty tenos now or something like that? It used to be twenty, right? And now there's a lot more. Well, and there's some, I, I don't know, you guys probably know more than me because I, I really haven't touched it until recently since way back then, but there's some that are like limited time too, right? Like some well, cycle I don't know. Like, wow. That I, don't know. I have no clue. I yeah, they do, they, they call it like the prime vault where they, like the pieces will drop in the game and then they put it in the, it's like Disney does with their stupid movies where they put it in like the vault and then <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they like circulate and put them in and out of circulation. Like during certain times you can and can't. Yeah, that's yep. cool. Okay, well, yeah, on that note, I've been playing Warframe with you guys. That was, that's pretty awesome. Uh, let's see, I, I, I went back, again, I keep tackling old games in my backlog. I finally finished the first Red Dead Redemption. So I finished that one and knocked it off the backlog. Was that pretty good? I've only played maybe less than half of that game. Until you cross the river down to Mexico, yeah. that's where I stopped. Yep. Yeah. So the funny thing is... <laughs> The, when I was playing it back when it was new, that's where I stopped too. Like I got into Mexico and got really deep into Mexico. And I found out after I picked it back up and had to start over again that mm -hmm. I was literally done with Mexico when I quit. I didn't oh, know that. Wow. And I thought I still had a ton of Mexico left, but I was done. So I was really close to sort of the end game of that okay. game when I quit, which sucks because I had to start over. But it's funny because, I mean, just like Candyman was saying, like I, I'm the, kind of the same with these big open world games where I just kind of get lost in them and just start doing all the little side things. And like, it takes me forever to finish those games. Mm -hmm. But going back to that game when I didn't care about doing everything and I wanted to finish the story, uh, it was actually way faster. So I got through pretty quick and it's, it's a really good game. It's a pretty awesome story. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think what else we finished. I mean, I think you've got some of these in the notes, but we finished dead rising three also. Yeah. Uh, which I'm, 
doing some some of the things we missed right now and playing offline. Yeah, I'm playing offline too, finishing the episodes that we missed. That yep. that you, that only single player, they're not multiplayer. Yep. Uh let's see. I think uh, I picked back up Maneater briefly. Oh yeah? I had to start that over again too because of what? Epic's bullshit. Uh, but so for, for Epic, when you play on a different platform, it doesn't mm -hmm. have cloud saving like you have with Steam. So when I picked it back up, I was playing on something else and ended up losing all my progress, which sucks. Wait, how were you playing on something else? Did you buy the game again or how? No, I just, I mean, logged into my Epic account on a different computer. Also, oh, so none of the games have this uh, cloud save? Exactly. Well, that one isn't. I, oh, I don't yeah. know. I, I don't have enough experience with Epic to know if they don't have, like, universally don't have cloud save, but that oh. game didn't. So oh, wow. I kind of screwed myself. And then when I went back to the original game, I forgot because it had been a while since I picked it up. And it said, hey, you have a recent save that's older than your cloud save, mm -hmm. which is weird, right? Because all of a sudden they had a cloud save, but huh. whatever. And, and whatever. so I don't know what happened before. Like, I maybe it's my, my game got corrupted or something. I don't know. Yeah. But I was like, well, I mean, I think my newest one was probably the right one. And so I loaded the newest one and forgot that I freaking overwrote my one chance to go back to all the progress I had made before. So, mm -hmm. And that game is super grindy and uh, it's really repetitious so it's not necessarily a game you want to start over from scratch but it's still pretty fun it's real tongue-in-cheek it's it's pretty funny game to play so whenever that play does come to steam, yeah whenever it does come to steam if it's on a really good sale i highly recommend it because it's real dumb and real funny it, like it's a fun game to play cool uh as far as what i've been watching um funny enough you already brought it up but we started watching buffy with abby so really my, my 12 year old started watching buffy the vampire slayer yeah we started last night so we went through the first two episodes and man that first season of that show is rough it, it gets it gets better i keep telling <laughs> her that it gets better it gets better but we're, we're still enjoying it it's pretty funny i think that's about it like uh i'm sure i've watched other shows and other movies but they're all kind of running together okay Okay, cool. Well, then I'll pick it up and I'll talk about what I've been playing. And uh, I've been taking care of my low achievement games on Steam. And that's why I'm playing stuff that I hadn't touched in years, like How to Survive, which is this little zombie game, which I guess you can actually play co-op and stuff, but I just wanted to run through the game really quick. So I went through there. The game is okay enough. The final fight is a little bit tough, but, you know, it's, um, it's like a kind of over top-down kind of, or isometric, where you're running around shooting zombies. And you're in a bunch of connected islands where you're taking boats back and forth and building stuff. And the game's okay. I mean, it's, you know, I guess it's worth maybe 10 bucks or something if you can pick it up for that or less. But uh, the second game hasn't gotten great reviews, so I'm not going to buy that one. Uh, I also, I finished Alien Isolation because I started it like a couple of years ago and I never picked it up again. So I played, I picked up my old save and I finished it. And my opinion is Alien Isolation is one of the best games ever made. It's up there with Last of Us, I would say. In you know, it, it just gives you that immersive feeling of you actually in that world, hiding from that alien thing. It's terrifying, uh, hiding in those closets and things. And the story is superb, so I highly recommend Alien Isolation. Oh yeah, I'm looking at your profile right now. You put it as your favorite game. Yeah, it, it is currently my favorite game on Steam. Uh, the other thing is that I'm planning to do is because I'm waiting for Cyberpunk 2077 or whatever. Um, yep. I I never did finish The Last Witcher. I mean, I played like 115 hours of it, but like Ethan Cito says, I, most of it was playing Gwent inside the game. So 
I still haven't finished the story, so I'm gonna go back and finish the story before I pick up Cyberpunk. Although the games are not related, like I was telling you guys last night, it's kind of like a mental thing of completionism. That I can't pick up the next brand fresh title without having finished the previous one, so I'm gonna go ahead and... And I've been meaning to pick up The Witcher again. Um, it's just such a long game that in the end you kind of like get burned out at the very end, and so I like put it down and I need to pick it back up. Yeah, that's what happened to me too. <laughs> I just, you just it, it's especially blood and wine. Like it's like it's a whole nother, you know, it's like a whole nother continent or whatever that you have to start over, and it's a lot of work. Yeah, it's, it's sizable. So yeah, <clears throat> it's. I guess you just play it in what do you call that in relay? When you do a relay race, you only play it on on legs. I guess you take one leg and then you do the next leg and whatever. Um, <clears throat> let's see what else have I been playing? I've been playing Andrusito and I started Divinity Original Sin. Uh, sort of daily lunchtime game that we play like an hour at a time. And I don't know, I like it. I've played it a little bit before with Art, and I think it's a cool game. It's uh, kind of like. Um, what is it, Pillars from Eternity? Except you can play co-op with one other player. Well, I think it's actually more than one other player. I think, I don't know, maybe... Yeah, can... I think you can probably play it with four people because we're going to end up controlling more players together, right? Yeah. Each of us yeah. probably two people, and the, the that keeps surprisingly deep. It is, it's deep, but I don't know that you could keep four player like four players reading text because there's a lot of text to read and a lot of conversations to have, so... Uh, when you add more than two players, add enough players have the patience to like sit there and look at text, uh, and then wait for the fights. But you know, it's a it's a world worth exploring. I think. Um, let me see what else we were to talk about. Dead Rising. Uh, I watched The Old Guard with uh, Charlize Theron. And on Netflix. These notes are from forever ago because the last time we had a podcast was a while back. So these are movies that have been out for a while on Netflix. The old guy was pretty good, but the movie that I, my favorite movie from Netflix is the Chris Hemsworth. What is that movie called? The one where he's just going apeshit on people. Um, I don't, and I don't, I don't know. I don't know the name of that movie. It's the one where he's in war, maybe I think they're in Bangladesh or something, and the kid gets kidnapped and he goes out to save the kid. That's a really good really good movie extraction extraction i had to look it up sorry i thought it was just going to be a run-of-the-mill movie but it's honestly a really really good movie um oh yeah uh, we finished the forest about three months ago or two months ago with Mopi and candy man and Tancito and and uh do we have we had somebody else in there with us Court. oh yeah Kankolar was with us okay so yeah we finished the forest and Man, that game is that game is kind of heavy, <laughs> and uh, but it was it was fun. I mean, we did everything, and we finally figured out what we needed to do, and we did it. So we some won. Some of us did everything. And then Timmy, what? Some of us did everything. <laughs> didn't have a scuba gear. Oh yeah, you didn't have scuba gear. Yeah, because when you die, you lose your gear, and you have to go find it again or whatever. So, but no, the forest was good. Recommended as a survival game with a story. It's not just a sandbox, but it does have a story to it, which is kind of cool. Um, I also <coughs> watched The Order. Uh, season one of The Order, which is, <coughs> I guess, uh, kids in a college where there's an order, one of those secret organizations where they're like, use magic, and then the kid becomes a werewolf. It's a mixture of things. And 
I guess it's fun enough to keep you entertained. It's not the best show out there, but it's okay. Uh, and then I watched Cursed, uh, the first season of Cursed, and I, I know a lot of people didn't like Cursed for whatever reason, but I thought it was really good. Um, it's about the lady in the water. It's her story, basically. Um, and let's see what else. Oh, and Andrusito showed me the first three episodes of Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country. And I did like the first episode a lot. Uh, the second episode, they jumped a little bit hard on the supernatural stuff. I wish that the, the show moved actually a little bit slower. Because I was immersed in like the 50s in the first episode. And I wish that the show would stay more immersed. You know how Lovecraft is just uh, tell. It's like tell and not show, I guess. Like, uh, he doesn't show you the monsters. He talks about things and people going insane and things. And it's a very slow burn. And I kind of like that slow burn of Lovecraft. And I thought that's what this was going to be, but then they kind of ramped it up and you start seeing monsters and stuff, which is a little bit too soon for my taste. Although it was done well, I just think that the pace for that show needs to be slowed down. But I've only watched it three episodes, so I don't I know. I was just going to say it does. Like the, That show is, is weird. It's kind of an anomaly because even though there is a an overall thread that goes through the series, mm -hmm. the it almost plays like an anthology because... The tone changes per every episode, and the story, what happens in the episodes change, even though there's still the overarching, bigger story that's going on. Like it, it does, it, it slows down to a certain extent, but it, the it just takes weird, different directions. Like I really like that show. It, it gets a lot better because <clears throat> you, it does kind of what you're saying. It does, it does kind of. As soon as things go too far, it kind of shifts back to. Oh, okay, good racism in the 50s and whatever else so it, it kind of alternates going back and forth on okay. that stuff okay cool no i do want to watch the rest of it i just don't have the the hbo max i don't want to pay 14 bucks a month for that because i'm already paying for too many services and i don't want to add that one you know like i say it was okay if that was like five bucks a month but like 14 bucks a month for hbo max it's a little bit too we can both take me. advantage of me getting it for free so we'll yeah I, I can watch it whenever i'm at your house or whatever um yep and then uh, we did watch the, sh the movie Alive last night. Hashtag Alive. We watched that Friday night. And I don't know, Mopi, did you like it? Mopi. Wait, 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 what? Did you like Alive? The movie? Um, it was fine. It was uh, about this Korean kid that's in an apartment complex and then the zombie outbreak happens and it's this little story. And uh, it's it's a more personal story. Like it all happens right there in the apartment complex. So uh, it was fine. I thought it was a, a cool take. The zombies are actually look pretty freaking scary in that thing. They're kind of like the twenty eight day later zombies. So uh, how many movies of those were there? The twenty eight days. There's just two. So it's twenty eight days and twenty eight days later. Twenty eight deeds. Twenty eight deeds. Hey, I deeds. just watched Mr. Deeds by the way again. Yeah, awesome that, movie. That's a fun. Um, movie. No, it's 28 days and 28 weeks. Oh, 28 weeks. I don't think I've seen yeah. 28 weeks. Oh, my God, man. I, I mean, I, I'm a huge fan of those movies anyway. But I need to rewatch the first one, and then I need to watch the second okay. one. I haven't watched 28 it. weeks actually has Jeremy Renner before he was a big star. Really? Hawkeye. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, Hawkeye. Cool. And then um, the other show that is my guilty pleasure right now is a show called Shameless from like 10 years ago on Showtime. There's like 10 seasons, and that show is all kinds of inappropriate, but it's my kind of inappropriate, so I find it really funny. 
it's about the poor people in Chicago. A poor family in Chicago where there's like six kids and the dad is a drunk and the daughter has to take care of the whole family and it's hilarious. That show is so funny. Um, and so that's that's what I'm enjoying. That's kind of like what's keeping me safe during the pandemic now. So that's good stuff. And uh, let's see. I think that's... Is there anything else that we've been playing? I think that's about it. Cobra Kai. Oh yeah, Cobra Kai. Uh, but... But I've, I had already watched Cobra Kai a while back. It just came Fair to mind. Netflix recently, and so it was trending everywhere. But that's yep. the power of a show that is well done. And I guess that, uh, that actually transitions to one of my philosophical thoughts for today's podcast about how to do uh, fan service correctly. And I think Cobra Kai nails it. And, and I wish that Disney and Star Wars would have taken a cue. Obviously, Star Wars came before this remake of, of, of Karate Kid, but... Uh, not remake by continuation but this is the way to pay homage to the old characters and respect the old characters while pulling forward new characters you pull forward the old characters and you introduce new characters and you blend them together correctly instead of saying oh the old shit just doesn't matter let's just kill everybody and that doesn't matter and and just try to focus on the new characters but uh, Cobra Kai is beautiful because you know it has you know uh, the two guys the rivalry and then they pull forward the kids and everything and it's awesome so I look forward to watching that with Candyman, re-watching it when Candyman comes over to visit. Yeah, I so, still haven't seen it at all. Yeah, it's it's awesome. It's I've already watched it twice. I watched, you know, and that was even before it came to Netflix. I already watched, you know, everything twice. And I wouldn't mind watching it again because it's so good. Uh, it's really cool. So oh, uh, also uh, with Ethan Sito, we watched Nightmare on Elm Street. And I realized that it was the first time I had ever seen that movie. Because I always watch it Friday the 13th in Colombia, but the Nightmare on Elm Street were not as popular there, or at least not in my circle. So I never really got into the Freddy Krueger movies. And I'm like, okay, let's watch it because I want to know what this movie is like. And actually, I was pleasantly surprised. I thought it was good. I thought the first Nightmare on Elm Street holds, holds up. It's, um, so I, I, I was a huge Nightmare on Elm Street fan. I saw all of them in the theater except for the first one. Hmm. And... The only thing I would say to it is the second one is like a an outlier. Watch it because it, there's a lot there that's like historical. Mm-hmm. And it does try to walk the line between what Freddy became and what he was in the first movie. The first movie, he was terrifying. Like the first movie was scary. Yeah. But he becomes kind of a farce. Like in the third movie, which is uh, awkwardly my favorite, The Dream mm-hmm. Warriors, that's when people at an asylum basically team up to to beat Freddy. Okay. He's killing everybody in an, in an insane asylum and they're all like, all these crazy people are teaming up to take him down. I so that's I'm, why it's called the Dream Warriors. Because I'm going to have to watch all of them now. I, it just, yeah, that, that was my favorite too. Awesome. It, it just gets way campy and it, it's kind of yeah. like, a, it's a product of the time. So if you yeah. can watch it with the idea that, you know, this is like late 80s, early 90s kind of time frame, mm-hmm. then I think it would still stand up. But just know that like it, it gets pretty campy. Okay. No, that's fine. I'm okay with campy. I don't I mean But man, I, I was like a I was like Moopy when I was Moopy's age. Like I'm, I was a huge fan of these horror movies and like all of the Halloweens, all of the Friday thirteenths, all the Nightmare on Elm Streets, I saw all of them in the theater. Oh wow. And, and just I was a huge fan especially of the Nightmare on Elm Streets. So it's awesome to hear that that not having seen it, it still stands up for you. Like that's pretty cool. Kenny, do you want to talk about the hot topic of the month? 
because this one is right up your alley, man. I know you wanna. I know you have a lot to say about this. The Epic, Epic versus Microsoft versus Apple or whatever. Epic. Oh um, uh, yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna actually bring up one of the things about that. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I mean, so. So this is the topic of the month. Well, <laughs> so what's kind of going on well the big thing so what happened was epic pulled kind of an interesting i mean it it, it was it was so contrived but so basically what epic did was uh in fortnite so they, they go through like apple and google play and, and apple and google play basically take a 30 percent cut of any money that goes through their stores mm -hmm. so Fortnite was on their stores, and so basically any money that people would pay for Fortnite, um, you know, Apple and Google take 30% of it. So Fortnite, uh, knowingly, you know, and they, of course, they signed up for the, you know, they signed all the papers and whatnot. They were, they had agreed to this contract. They uh, put code in the game, basically letting you um, buy directly from, from Epic so that they could bypass the Google and Apple stores and their 30% cut. So, mm -hmm. so of course, um, as soon as they did that, Apple and Google removed the apps from their app stores. Because they did it without uh, their permission, right? Like they did it without telling them? Right, exactly. No, they did it without permission. Okay. They, they just literally... But, but the whole thing, the, the reason it was contrived is so they just literally up and did it. They added... So they do... So, so when you do the store, app stores, you have to... Um, go through like a review process you have to submit your app and then they review it and check it for security vulnerabilities and all that crap and then and then it meets the terms and services and then they post it well you can do a thing called a hot fix a hot fix is basically like if there's a bug and you're not changing anything you're just fixing a bug mm -hmm. um you can submit a hot fix which basically bypasses the review process so they did that but they put in code that lets you <laughs> bypass paying through the the app store and so, of course, that was violating the terms and conditions. So as soon as they did that, Apple and Google kicked them out of the store. And, of course, the second Apple and Google did that, this is the part where it's contrived. They knew what they were doing because as soon as they did that, um, Fortnite or, well, Epic uh, filed lawsuits against F Apple and Google for, for monopolies of their app stores and blah, 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 and basically, you know, not wanting to pay the the fees and such that they agreed to and so so the whole thing was engineered they basically engineered this fight and then you know as soon as the fight started they they slapped lawsuits on everybody and i mean i just really i just really hate epic games with just an absolute burning passion <laughs> um i just really really despise them and everything they stand for but wasn't and, there a uh, ready-made trailer already with high production that got released as soon as yeah, yeah, no, they had like they had lawyers, they had everything drawn up, they had like free Fortnite or whatever. They had like yeah, they had like advertising campaigns and everything like like it was completely contrived. Like every you know what I mean? Like they literally like went into the bar and like, you know, like knocked a guy in the elbow and like tipped over his drink and then when the guy like turned around to like punch the guy in the face there was like an army standing behind him with like guns drawn and they just you know shot the guy you know it's like they it was completely a setup you know like they 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 engineered the whole thing to start a conflict um so now it's in the courts and like now like epic is trying to like tie the two lawsuits together like epic wants to sue uh apple and google at the same time and and 
Google is basically like saying that like Apple's store is different from ours, which it kind of is. You know, like there's kind of different models, and uh, you know, so so there's like a whole legal thing um, going on there, and it'll be interesting because because basically what Epic is trying to do is like force them to like open up the store so that they don't get the the cut mm-hmm. of the money that they get. They're trying to say it's like antitrust and whatever. Yeah. Which I don't know if I buy it or not. I mean, I do think the cuts that they take are pretty, like 30% of somebody's money. Yeah, but you don't have like, to use their service, though. I mean, you're not, yeah. you, you can open up your own. On Apple, on Apple, you do. On Apple, you really don't have a choice. You, you have to use the Apple App Store unless you jailbreak your device, which if you jailbreak your device, you've like cut yourself off from all support. On Google, you can't actually skip the App Store. It's just that, and that's one of their complaints. So you can, on Google, you can actually not use the App Store to sell your app, but then you have to, like, you get, like, additional security warnings and stuff. Yeah. And so, in Fortnite's complaining that, you know, that the warnings about, you know, that the warnings are scary and that people aren't, you know, basically they're saying the App Store is easier, but we don't want to pay. You know, that's kind of what they're saying. But the other part that's actually, and this is this is even newer, and this, this just makes my my dark heart super happy mm-hmm. so so <laughs> whole thing going on with um as you most of you probably know with tech talk and the u.s government for well and trump oh yeah so TikTok and and trump are kind of having this disagreement they're trying to sell TikTok, and you know and the whole thing is like a thing and they're like blocking it from the app stores and all this but the the next thing and i thought i should have posted this link in the discord yesterday so the next thing that's happening is so so there's kind of this anti-China thing going on, and to be honest with you, um, I kind of like it because I don't think China's played fair for a long time, mm-hmm. and like China's always, um, you know, like oh we're not going to give you access to our markets, blah blah blah. But then like they come into our markets, you know, it's like well look, like let's you know like let's play like let's you know like let's make it fair, like you know you don't. You know, like you've closed your markets to us, but you want to come play in ours. Well, like we can play that game too. Um, so the thing that's happening now is so they're kind of this. It's this anti-China, anti-China thing. But Tencent um, owns like a lot of like they own all of Riot Games, which does League of Legends, and they own forty percent of Epic. And so now, wait, wait how uh, much? Huh? They own forty percent. Yeah, I thought it was only like ten percent. No, it's forty. Holy shit. So now, so now, um, Epic Games is in the the Trump administration's uh, eyesight because because of Tencent, and they don't like you know they're like talking about messing with them, and and Epic saying, well, we're you know like Tim Sweeney says he owns sixty percent or something of Epic or whatever, you know, he owns a controlling stake, whatever it is, fifty one percent, and so he says that China doesn't have access to the you know it's the same thing though. They said the same thing about TikTok. They say, oh, you know. China doesn't have access to our customer data, but it's like, well, China owns half of your company. Are you sure? Hmm. Um, so it's it's very interesting. But quite frankly, anything that makes Epic life Epic's life like harder is something I'm in favor of. So hopefully, hopefully that ten cent thing causes them some some grief because I just think that they're really, really scummy. Yeah. Wow. So that so that's kind of the 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 goings on right now. Okay, cool. Does anybody speaking have any feelings the, about this or no? Speaking of the TikTok thing, um. Oh, here he is. 
the... <laughs> he wasn't talking about you, Ethan. Ethan starts talking to you. Go, well, there he is. Oh no, sorry. I was. Uh, <laughs> I saw. I saw that Richard just uh, accepted my friend invite. I'm gonna bring him awesome. to the channel. So uh, we needed a, like a chip crunch right then too. It would have been perfect. Oh, I don't. I put the chips away. Dang it! Everything Mope does right now. The chips for the children. Mm -hmm. So what were you gonna say about TikTok? There actually was a deal that got made for TikTok. I think it's like Oracle and Walmart got it. <coughs> Excuse me. And then uh, Donald Trump said that they also agreed to donate five billion dollars towards the education of American children. Yeah, and see, this was the thing. In fact, I, this was something I was going to post this actually, and I, and I forgot. I was going to say this whole thing because originally Microsoft was supposed to be able to, you know, like they had arranged a thing like Microsoft was going to get TikTok. And then uh, Trump was doing this whole thing. I mean, Trump is just, and this is the, the point I was going to make for whatever it's worth, is I mean, Trump is just clearly such a such a mobster. Like he's he's so clearly mobbed up. Because what happened when, uh, when Microsoft was going to buy... Um, TikTok, um, he said, you know, and you can, I mean, you can, you know, you can, you can Google this, whatever. Um, but basically, hello, hello, guys, it's Ancient Gamer eighty four. Richard, <laughs> Richard, oh, Richard, can you hear us? Uh, okay, we'll just keep talking until Richard gets his uh, stuff fixed. Yep. So, um. Microsoft so, going to do it, and then, and then, <laughs> no one done. <laughs> so, Ethan, you were talking about that, about what? The Candyman. Uh, the Candyman. Candyman was oh. talking about Microsoft was originally going to do the deal. Uh, when Microsoft and, and was going to do the deal with TikTok, Trump was basically being like a total mobster and basically oh, yeah. saying, like, we want a taste. He was saying that, like, well, the U.S. government is making this deal, so like the U.S. government, you know, the U.S. government treasury should get like so many billion dollars. And he was, I mean, he was literally being like a mobster. He's like, you know, we need a taste of this deal if we're going to approve it. Blah blah blah. And then, uh, so I figured when so, and then the Microsoft thing fell through, and I kind of figured that was probably why when he started asking for, you know, when he started basically being like this mobster and and saying that, well, you know, if we're going to make a deal, you need to give us money. And uh, so I knew when the Oracle deal, and I should have posted this because I knew this was going to be the case, because like I said, he, he really is just a, like a mafia, you know, mafia Don. Um, he, I knew that there was going to be money. I knew that, that there's the only way that anyone was going to get to buy TikTok is if Trump got paid. And especially not just because not just because he's like this, you know, like he's like like he works with the mafia and this is just how like how mafia stuff works. But also because it's, you know, because the election that, like, he needs, you know, he needs, uh, you know, he's going to need, you know, he needs, like, wins right now. He needs things that he can, that he can, that he can post that are going to, you know, make, make good. But I knew that he was going to get paid. I knew that whoever got TikTok, and I don't know that it's a done deal or not, but I can guarantee you whoever gets TikTok um, is going to, is going to pay him. Like, that's just how it's going to be. Well, this the funny thing about that is, like, I, I, I guess I stopped paying attention after Microsoft was going to buy the company, so I didn't hear anything after that. It's, it's kind of funny to hear why it fell apart. It's it's a mess. Looks like he put a $5 billion tariff on TikTok importation. Yeah. 
This uh, this also said we're talking about Chinese owned things. This also kind of segues into Felicia Day's Geek and Sundry channel, which Felicia Day sold uh, what was it like five years ago maybe, um, and now it's partially owned or completely owned by a Chinese company now. And so they took their flagship uh, show, which is uh, what was the role playing? Um, what is the role playing game that they play on there? Do you do critical, role? Uh, critical role, critical role, mm. and so something happened where uh, when Felicia Day was in charge, they started doing critical role. Like Will Wheaton started doing a separate game from a, a different role playing game, and then uh, they started doing Pathfinder. At some point, there was some money exchange between Wizards of the Coast and Geek and Sundry because. Uh, Geek and Sundry was also put in Sean Plot Day Nine, who's a uh, known Magic player and you know a, a StarCraft player, and he was he was doing a segment for them on Magic: The Gathering. So some uh, along that line, they decided to drop Pathfinder and go full with Wizards of the Coast. And since then, Wizards of the Coast has gotten like they've gotten buddy buddies with Critical Role, and uh, and so they just recently uh, published a book. Uh, because they, they keep you know they keep upgrading Dungeons and Dragons right and so with progressive culture of course even Pathfinder Second Edition is kind of catering to like the world culture and saying you know you can be any pronoun you want and yeah that's fine I don't I don't care about that but with everything that happened with George Floyd now like Wizards of the Coast was like and we talked a little bit about this last episode they started nixing some of the old Magic cards saying that they were racist. And yes, there were some that were actually very questionable that had like Ku Klux Klan looking people and stuff like that. But on top of that, Dungeons and Dragons, you know, Wizards of the Coast also responded with Dungeons and Dragons saying, you can't make orcs bad because that's racist. You can't make dark elves bad because that's racist. So everybody's kind of like gray. And, and I don't know, they decided to respond uh, with Dungeons and Dragons doing a political statement. And I kind of disagree that Dungeons and Dragons needs to be the battleground for when to make your narrative. Um, because that has nothing to do with that. That never had anything to do with that. We've played that game since forever, you know? Since since the 80s, at least I did. And, and that never had a political or a racial connotation to it. But they have attached this whole thing. And now they have a new book called Tasha's Cauldron of Everything for 5th edition D&D. And it gets rid of what they call racial privilege. Races are no longer naturally good at anything. They're all basically blank states. So what's the point of playing an elf now? What's the point of playing any race that gets some advantages? Because now you can't racially charge. No racial anything. Well, this are this is an optional. Tasha's cauldron of everything is just an option, you know, a, a supplement. So you, you just get it for people that want to get rid of all, all everything racial. My my point being is, why do you want to involve your politics in the game that we love, know, and love? Why do you want to destroy Dungeons and Dragons? Why make it your battleground? Wow. It's insane. So. Er Everything now has become racially charged. This is Patrick, by the way. Oh, yeah. Everything is racially charged. Richard. Rupert. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. What, what do you think about it? Everything is racially charged. They brought race, or no, they brought politics, excuse me, mm -hmm. into everything. Not necessarily race, but politics is brought into everything, um, in my mind. I mean, you can't make a statement or do anything without it looking or being scrubbed, right? Like, for instance, um, the most famous example, well, and, and the amount of control China has, like, yes, Trump may demand money from them. They do worse to our companies or they do worse to our economy all the time. I've worked for Chinese companies. 
they and it, they own our media. Um, for instance, Red Dawn was going to be China invading America, and at the last minute it was changed to North Korea. North Korea. Um, there's not been this much involvement in our media since since um, the Nazi Party controlled Germany. That's my feeling. That, that's but everything. A, that's a scary thought, but I'm. I'm well, I don't disagree at, with it. Up, I don't disagree with it, but that is look a scary up, thought. Uh, Richard Gere, right? Famous mm-hmm. Hollywood actor. Yeah textbook example he will not he will not be in a movie that is associated with a chinese firm so he's no longer in first uh uh uh, whatever you call it the the a a titles he can only do independent films oh wow no i didn't know that i uh, i guess maybe that's why we haven't seen him in a while (laughs) oh yeah Uh, you don't see him only independents because he won't he won't do anything but anyways okay but yeah to go back to to be here yeah, oh, no, yeah, welcome. Uh, I call you Richard. That may be your nickname, so people don't know who you really are. That's your alias. But uh, but yeah, welcome. We welcome a new podcaster. So uh, welcome to the Meet and Donkey podcast. But yeah, to come back to my original, uh, uh, talking about Kika and Sundry, because that's where I started. Since then, Felicia Day has disassociated herself with Kika and Sundry. And so has Will Wheaton. And they're kind of, I don't know if, I know Will Wheaton is not happy with Kika and Sundry. I don't know about Felicia Day. She Felicia Day doesn't have a mean bone in her body, man. She won't. She won't talk bad about anybody. But I know that the guys at Critical Role had taken over all that stuff, and it's a shame because Ashley Johnson for from the movie Blind Spot and other movies, she's a great actress and she's part of Critical Role. I just Johnson. Johnson I just it just hurts me. I I, I want the ND to be popular for everybody. I I want everybody to love the ND, but I also don't want it to be destroyed and like Patrick said like this is infiltrating everything in in the culture right now and we can't get rid of it and I don't know if there's a solution in insight of, of how to like go back to actually just having fun without having to worry about somebody looking over your shoulder no you can't say that and you can't do that and you're racist because you you're playing that game or you're doing it that way it's it's, it's a little bit too much policing for my taste I don't know um, but anyway I guess uh, uh, Richard, did you uh, did you want to talk about uh, have you been playing anything? Because we normally go and we ask everybody what they've been playing, what they've been watching. Do you want anything you want to talk about uh, from what you've been playing or watching recently that you like? No, still on power, uh, TV-wise. My wife enjoys that one. It's a pretty good show. And then uh, game. I'm going through all the Zeldas. Um, I finished Zelda 1 and 2 on NES, which... Zelda 2 was given a bad rap. I think it aimed way too high for the technical capabilities of the NES. Mm-hmm. Um, still my least favorite Zelda title, but I can at least respect it now that I'm older. That was the kind of like the side-scrolling link, right? Yeah, yeah. well, it did both, right? So you go... The one where you had, like, the things that you got levels and, like, the sword yes. and whatever. Yeah. And you got points yeah. and levels. I yeah. actually liked that one. It was different, but I, I still liked it. But, yeah, it wasn't. it wasn't like the others, that was for sure. Yeah, in my mind, it's the one they should redo, right? They just redid Zelda uh, Link's Awakening, which I beat. But they, they I'm trying to go in order now, so I'll have to beat that one again, technically. But and I beat a lot of them in the past, but I'm trying to go in order. And Zelda 2, yeah, it it's the one they should redo because it really it brought a lot of RPG elements. It, mm-hmm. it was a lot deeper of a game, but the NES just could not handle that, right? So the towns were really well detailed for for the year it came out i mean for the nes hardware it's just the overall the world map was horribly done <laughs> that was like 88 and, right yeah it was er- yeah it was fairly early uh, about four years i guess halfway through the system's life cycle but yeah now i'm on super nintendo zelda uh so a, uh, a link to the past and it's uh, i believe that's the uh, name of it 
mm-hmm. and it's uh, pretty good. But yeah, playing those, and then Andrew and I are playing. Uh, uh, Air- What's it called, Andrew? Arizona Sunshine. Yeah, Arizona Sunshine on the. We're playing VR. on the PSVR PlayStation. That, VR. that was the. Oh, was that an exclusive at some point? Was that a 360 exclusive when it came out? Or? No, no, no. Arizona Sunshine was... Oh, that's this purely VR Oculus. thing. I'm thinking yeah, about yeah, something yeah. else. What's the other yeah, so there's, a, there's a VR bar, which I play on. I play with Andrew at home because it's too expensive to go to the VR bar all the time. There's a VR bar in spring mm-hmm. um, at Rayford and my wife, and we did a couple's date there, and even the women had fun. It was a great time. We played Arizona um, Sunshine for a good hour and a half. Oh, wow. But no, it's a great game. I think, Andrew, what are we on, level three? Yeah, something like that. It, it plays, I, I've already played through it on the Oculus. It plays way better on the Oculus. It's a little frustrating on the PlayStation, but once you get used to the controls for PSVR, it's not even, bad. Even it's with really your gun? Game. I thought with No, no, with the aim controller, it's a lot better. Yeah. That, yeah. Except you look kind of like a, you You look you really odd walking. Yeah. Andrew looks like he, he looks like, ha- one time I thought he was a zombie and I started trying to shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's have an you, awesome game. Have you played the other game that Andrew plays on VR? That what's the name of the other zombie game that, that, uh, that you played more recently? Or is that the I same? No, probably the same. It's probably Arizona Sunshine. Yeah, it's a really good game. It's really, really well done. But it wasn't like a Resident Evil kind of game. Um, well, Resident Evil, me. Resident Evil Seven is totally in VR. No, but I wasn't game. talking about Seven. When I went to your house before you moved to the new house, you played it for a little bit. That was probably Arizona Sunshine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I thought yeah, that was probably, probably the same game. It's okay. it's Resident Evil esque. Okay. Um, it's really, it's it's a good game. I I, I really enjoy. Yeah, it. I was impressed yeah, by I, it when yeah, I saw. Yeah, no, it's it's kind of a VR. trip. It, it it plays tricks with your head because you'll sit there and like close one eye and line up your shots. So it's it's kind of a trip because once you're in it and you're kind of give yourself over to the VR of it. Okay. Like the tech is really good, especially if you get a sniper rifle. Mm-hmm. You'll be holding the sniper up rifle up to your shoulder, which you know you're not even holding a gun. But in the game, you're holding up the rifle and lining up your shots through the scope. Gotcha. It's That's pretty awesome. amazing. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So talking about VR, because I know you and I were talking about you and Andrew. Andrew and I were talking about VR and what's coming out. Something Oculus just came out recently, right? And we were talking about the next HTC model. So what do you recommend right now? Uh, well. I mean, I've already told you guys the the reverb HP's new is is one of the best for resolution and for yeah. Well, yeah, uh, the speed. HP, but then when you play that the HTC with the finger tracking, that's pretty wild. So uh, to to bring that back, um, they actually have hand tracking on the Oculus now, even on the Quest. So oh, really, the hands free Quest. Yeah, you don't even need the controllers anymore. You can just pinch things with your fingers or move your hands. Does it track your hand? Crazy. The cameras. Be- yeah, it's uh, everything's integrated on the Quest. Probably both. Like both. That's what I thought. I don't know. The yeah, that'll, that'll be in, when you can, move your hand. That'll be Candyman's next Candyman corner. Will be uh, oh, how China's watching what your hands do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're watching it directly to a server in China. <laughs> yeah. I'll uh, post this in the channel. You know, one of the things, by the way, speaking of VR, which I think it's it's very interesting. Um, I still like. I'm still oh, yeah, not yeah, yeah. on it yet because I still don't think it's there. But um, the the thing that came out about the Oculus, I don't know if you saw this. This is this yep. is about a month old now. I posted the link in the podcast channel. Mm-hmm. Oculus yeah. uh, requires a, you have to log in with a Facebook account to use yeah. the Oculus. Which you knew Facebook bought the Oculus for a reason. Yeah. I mean, you know, you knew they were going to 
use it to make money somehow. It's just how are they going to do it? And so that's how they, you know, because everyone wants your data. That's what it boils down to these days. Everybody wants your data. They want to know what you're doing so that they can sell you shit. Well, the, the weird thing about it is they're not grandfathering the requirement. So if you have a Quest or a Rift, they, you don't have to have a Facebook account. You can just play with your Oculus account. But if you get the Quest 2 that's launching next month, then all of a sudden you, it requires a Facebook login. So it's kind of weird. that yeah. It's just the new tech that requires the yeah. Facebook attachment. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I quit my Facebook account like three years ago. I don't yeah, want to have I, anything to do with them. I don't know. Yeah, I think if they're going to do that, though, if they're going to do that, they should open it up and at least allow the other. Because, you know, those logins for me are more, granted, you give away your data, but it's more convenience, right? Like paying with PayPal. Um, and then I have secure a little bit more security by giving my credit card number to random sites. But I don't know. I don't I don't really care. I'm, I don't really use Facebook either. Yeah, I mean, I, I use Instagram, but that's just for mutant donkey. I don't I, I don't I remove myself from the Internet like me personally. And now it's just Mutant Donkey, which is an entity. So that that's my front, basically. Um, so, okay, I guess we can transition into the news now. Um, so we're talking about Karate Kid, right? And so they announced that the Season 3 is coming in. Sorry, not Karate Kid, Cobra Kai. I don't know why I keep saying that. Same thing. It's fine. Yeah, it's, uh, so Season 3 is coming in 2021. I guess it's been already been shot, right? Um, so partly shot. It's not completely done yet. Oh, it's not they, completely done? No, they, they, they had to stop when... Um, YouTube basically consoled all the new content, so they were only partway into filming when they quit because they didn't know if they were going to get picked up for a third season or anywhere else or yet or not. Yeah. And then after Netflix threw like buckets of money at them, then they started refilming. But I think COVID threw a wrench in that too. So I don't think they completely finished. Okay. But I mean, they have enough in the can that whenever it's projected to come back, it'll come back no problem. But they still have some filming to do. Cool. That's awesome. Um, did you guys see the Mandalorian trailer? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, there was a Cyclops in there that took me back to Cruel. You guys remember Cruel, that movie from the early '80s, I think. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, that Cyclops in that thing, just like, oh man, this looks like Cruel. That's awesome. It's like when you're a little kid and you get like those feelings of nostalgia. Uh, but it's apparently that- they're yeah. having some troubles on the set, right, with the main actor or something. There been some. Oh no, with Pedro, I didn't know that. Yeah, Pedro. I guess he didn't want to take the. He didn't want to. He he wants to act without the mask, without the helmet, oh, to get recognition, I guess. And so yeah. that's what I heard. I don't know if sure that you know that's from reading articles online, but I don't know if that's the whole story. It may not be the whole story, but they were saying that oh. he wants recognition, so he wants at some point to act without the helmet, but they don't want him to because obviously he's a Mandalorian. How can you have him without the helmet, right? Well, I guess the good news is we already know there are other Mandalorians. So I mean. <laughs> If he keeps fighting to take his mask off, he'll get what he wants eventually. Yeah. Well, or they'll just replace, or not, or not really, because they'll just uh, just replace him. Yeah. <laughs> and the person will never take off the mask. Yeah. Exactly. Would never that guy would be really easy to replace because no one knows what he looks like. And that's probably what Disney was thinking. They're like, "Yeah, this guy has no leverage." <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Like, okay. That's funny. That's awesome. Race? Nope. We we're just gonna get a different guy. It's like the guy who's the guy that played like C three PO and it's like it's like any yeah, or it's any any character on The Simpsons, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anybody can fill in Who starts giving a problem, we'll just replace him. <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't you yeah. You're replacing. That's hilarious. 
So the other big trailer that dropped was the Dune trailer. I know Andrew's so excited about this. <laughs> oh yeah, and I, I, and I mean Andrew Sink, not not the other Andrew. Wait, what? <laughs> I do. You're you're really excited about Dune because I don't know what Andrusito has against Dune. You love Dune. I don't know why you like to pretend to hate on Dune. I don't know whatever. Like, <laughs> let's let's think back to all the times you've made me watch Dune and, and put those back in your mind of what happened every time. But I will say, I will say this this one does look good, and so I, I do want to go see it in the theater, if if it's possible to go see it in the theater. Yeah, I want to see it on IMAX if. If we can get to that stage. I was thinking, man, you know what? Like, just, just keep this in mind. I, I know the Star Cinema Grill that's close to my house. Mm-hmm. They they let you rent it out. So maybe if we, like, if, if theaters are still a problem, maybe if we get enough people together, we'll just rent yeah, the place Yeah, I can show for that one. Candyman? Oh, well, but that's not going to be out. It's not so, going to be, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, who knows when it's... It, it'll probably get delayed from whatever the release date is anyway. So maybe we'll have to plan something. Yeah, maybe. definitely. When's it supposed to be out? Maybe we'll maybe there'll be a vaccine. Probably not, but you never know. Didn't you hear the vaccines coming? Did they even before? have a date <laughs> for the twenty twenty one? I guess. I I think so. I think that's all it said, right? Was twenty twenty one? Yeah, loosely speaking, maybe. Yeah. Okay, so um, maybe this time next year. They'll oh. probably try to. They'll probably try to wait, anyways. They'll probably try to. You know. At some point, I mean, there's there's movies that they're... I'm surprised they released... Well, that was another one. If you want to talk about news, like the Mulan thing, that's been... Uh, <laughs> that's a joke. Like, I won't pay to see that. In fact, I don't even know. I mean, the the whole thing with that woman, in fact, I, I thought it was interesting. So for those of you don't, who don't know, there was like a, there's like a lot of talk about boycotting the new Mulan movie because the, uh, the lead... For a couple of reasons. One, the lead actress uh, basically tweeted in support of the Hong Kong police when they were you know, beating protesters and bloodying them and shooting them with bullet, rubber bullets and things like that. But then uh, on top of that, it basically came out like right before the release that the, the movie had like a lot of tie-ins with um, Chinese state government uh, propaganda agencies, like that it was actually filmed and part of um, that, you know, the China with the, the Uyghur... Muslims that are being, mm-hmm. you know, the yeah. Turkish Muslims that are being uh, indoctrinated. So, like Disney, I think Disney really did like a really bad job on this, and like I'm like, yeah, like just, it makes. Go ahead. Uh, no, I was going to say that uh, apparently Disney in Mulan they give thank you to the concentration camp or whatever in the credits. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. So. It just it makes to me it makes Disney look. You know, it makes to me it makes them look really, really bad, and like I don't know what they were thinking. I mean, as soon as that actress tweeted that, I mean that happened like a long time ago. That was probably like a year ago now, where that actress tweeted that. And honestly, I kind of think she she tweeted something like, "I support the Hong, Hong Kong police. You can all hate me now." To be honest with you, I mean I wouldn't be surprised at all if the Chinese government, like the the thing is, those people like they have families in China. Yeah. You know, like all they have to do is be like, yeah, we're gonna kill your mom, and you know, like, okay, fine, I'll tweet. You know, like I'll write a fucking tweet if you're gonna kill my, you know, yeah. you're gonna start torturing my family, then then I'll I'll tweet for you. Like, I mean, that's. But. but so I'm I'm gonna it. use the Michael Jackson defense here, like my whole Michael Jackson stance. Like I don't care what Michael Jackson did in his life; it didn't affect the way that I like his music. So kind of the same thing where I don't give a shit about what she's doing or 
everything about the movie. If the movie's cool, then that's fine. My whole thing, though, is I'm not going to pay $30 yeah, to watch it on the service when I can wait, like, three months and watch it for free on the same service. Yeah, I mean, the movie looks good to me. Like, I like the trailer. Wait, uh, but Andrew, haven't you done that your whole life? Sorry for interrupting. <laughs> haven't you gone to the movies and rent it for a dollar? Or, wait, sorry, Blockbuster $5 or whatever ripoff price it was? But yeah, but for the there's a difference though. between... Well, yeah, yeah, there's two differences, right? Like, I didn't pay for the Blockbuster membership. I got the membership for free. And then I rented the movie for five bucks, right? Whereas now I'm paying every month for Disney+, Plus, and now they want me to pay an extra $30 for this movie so they can recoup their losses because they can't put it in theaters. But if right? you're until December, you can get it... I thought it was November. December, I thought. Well, I don't know if that's um, no. It could be either November way. Like, I, it's just you don't what, have to wait a few what months. What if it was a movie? What if it was a movie you're really interested in? Like so here's the thing. Like, Star yeah, here's, exactly. So and it doesn't even matter. Like I even told uh, Jordan. I was talking to him the other night. Like mm-hmm. if I, if our kids were younger and and they were all really into it, then I probably would have spent the thirty bucks and just had a bunch of people at the house. To just come watch it together because if your daughter was in the Chinese cool. propaganda. Yeah, it, I mean, if, okay. if yeah, if Abby, if Abby was a real big supporter of the Hong Kong police, then I would have gone ahead <laughs> and spent the thirty bucks and, and just invited all the Asians in the neighborhood to come watch. Um, is that insensitive? <laughs> well, I figured they would be the ones who hated it the most because they're in America for a reason, right? Right. <laughs> no, I, I mean. Yeah, that's the two sides of it, right? The two sides of it are like those of us who wanted to see it, but you know, weren't diehard. Like we wanted to be there opening night. Don't expect us to spend thirty bucks on a movie that in a service that we're already paying for. The whole thing is just kind of trashy, right? Like, if you're gonna do that, then offer it on all services for thirty dollars. Don't put it on the pay for service. Also, I heard that they took the music out. Yeah, it's not a musical. Wow. They they um they have lines in the movie that go with some of the songs but it's not a musical great i'd like it better without being a musical actually yeah I'm not that, that's kind of why that's why they did it because i don't know I, does anyone know how go. these straight to 30 dollar releases are going has anyone recouped their money uh-huh. like are these movies make is this model it's a, we talked about it's a, that's who you ask if you ask disney they're doing great if you ask anybody else you're like hell no so <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to believe, honestly. <laughs> well, I think, man, now I can't remember. We talked about this like the first. I mean, there's a couple suckers who bought the uh, Bill and Ted. We won't name names. Yes, I know. <laughs> I have it, you bastards. Like I paid for that movie. No, but they keep wanting your. They did yeah. say that a bunch of people were getting the service in the month that Mulan came out. They were like something like a thirty percent raise in their subscription service. Well, well yeah, and here's the flip side. It's those you, eight, to, it's those six to nine year olds are really into Chinese propaganda. You brought up something interesting <laughs> too, though. Like, like for Bill and Ted, I spent less than twenty dollars when it came out in theaters, and I own it. I own it forever. Oh, so I, I didn't pay for it and rent it for yeah. the night. Like, th- there's a huge difference there too. Yeah, because yeah, Lord knows you want to watch that movie over and over again by your description. It's, it's on repeat. Yeah, it's so good. Like in Amazon, if I buy a movie, it's mine forever, supposedly. Right? Yeah. But yeah, yeah, even yeah. if I'm not a member of Amazon Prime, but in Disney, if you buy anything through them, then and you're no longer a member, you can't watch it. Well, and the flip side of that too is if you go to any of those Amazon or I don't know Hulu or any of those, right? Like any of the streaming services, and you rent a movie that's in the theater, it's twenty bucks. It's not thirty bucks. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like 
honestly, that's arguable because it would have cost more than that for my wife and I to go to the movie anyway. And if you if it's a movie that all three of us want to watch in the house, but if then I, we actually save money instead of going and spending the money. But if it's a movie you're going to own, that's fine. If it's a movie that you're only going to own under conditions, then I don't like that. Yeah. So, I don't know. One way or another. <laughs> uh, okay, so there was another trailer that dropped that Andrew showed us in the text. It was Love and Monsters. Was this based on anything that we know, or is this an original IP, or what is this? You know, I didn't even look at that. I, I don't know if this was a like a graphic novel or something, but okay. the interesting thing to me, though, if you guys, I don't know how, how big of fans you guys are of Dylan O'Brien, but I, I've got some weird man crush on Dylan O'Brien. I think the dude is awesome. <laughs> uh, and, and the funny thing about it is, I'm, I think I've only watched one of the Maze Runner movies. I haven't even seen all three of those, but yeah. like, I think because of Teen Wolf, that dude was awesome in Teen Wolf. And... The funny thing about that trailer is, if you watch it, the girl mm-hmm. from um, Iron, Iron Fist, Fist, Amy, yeah, yeah the, the girl from Iron Fist and him look really young. So I think this movie probably like hung out on a shelf somewhere, <laughs> and they were trying to figure out when and how to release it. Because I don't think they're as young as they are in that movie anymore. Although I suspect that she doesn't really age that much in general. Oh, that's racist. It is. No, no I don't. <laughs> It's, it's a compliment, actually, but you can't compliment people anymore. No, no. <laughs> yeah, fucker. how dare you? <laughs> okay. She doesn't identify as attractive, okay? <laughs> okay. Sorry, I can't call her So uh, I'm, I'm excited about the movie. I think it looks pretty awesome. It looks it's, really good. It looks yeah. like it's going to be pretty cheesy. That's another one I'd, I'd like to see in theater, if possible. Yeah, it's like something went wrong, so all, all the critters became really big, and people are becoming Carlos. extinct, I guess. Um. So I'm just going to read stuff from the news because there's a shitload of stuff from the news. Mute Donkey Podcast News. And if you guys have anything to say, just chime in. So Batpire has COVID. Production has been halted again. That's for the Batman movie. He's fine now, apparently, and production is full steam ahead. Release is set for 2021, which I think is a little bit... Is that realistic? If, if they have only filmed like a quarter of the new Batman movie? Like. When did movie releases become year like? Didn't they used to say we're targeting summer twenty one? Now they just say we're targeting the entire year. The entire year, like you don't know. They, they don't want to make promises they can't keep. Yeah, <laughs> they're playing it safe. Yeah, he December thirty first. <laughs> all of them are. It's gonna be a big week in theaters. <laughs> thirty movies are coming yeah. out. I mean, he may get COVID I, again. They may have to halt production yet again. So I don't know. I will say I wasn't as uh, put off by his sparkly bastard ass as as Batman. Like, I, I thought it looked pretty good on the trailer. He looks emo, but I know he looks interesting. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be that bad. I think it'll be pretty good. No, he'll be cool. It's just a different take on it. It's, you know, he's a younger Batman. And I don't know. I can't remember if we talked about this in the last podcast or we talked about this offline, but we, I know we talked about it. We talked about it a little bit because I said he kind of looked emo. Yeah. Which he does, but that's fine. It's Batman, so he's supposed to be emo, right? So, Which, which comes back to Ethan's uh, binging the well not binging but just watching the other one like it has the same tone as those movies I think yeah yeah it's got a dark a darker tone uh, a cool mm-hmm. uh, a mature tone I think which I like um, okay do you want to talk about Gamescom or what games were shown there for example Star Wars Squadron did anybody think that looked badass Patrick do you, you've like pre-ordered oh, yeah, I, pre- I was sold on that, that Star Wars Squadron they showed it Got I it. pre-ordered it the minute you could I think I almost came over my keyboard when I saw that shit I'm like dude that's oh. awesome yeah, alright everybody I don't think I've heard of that game. Uh, you're a t- you can fly a uh, TIE fighter or a uh, X-Wing uh, X-Wing 
that's really all you need to know. It's a you spiritual successor. Yeah. A spiritual successor to the TIE Fighter game from like what, yeah. 93? Was that yeah. when the original TIE Fighter uh, came out? I know early 90s. So, I mean, Candyman, you played the original TIE Fighter a bunch, yeah. didn't you? The X Wing games. I didn't really. X Wing versus TIE Fighter, I didn't like as much, but I also think that. It was, I, I started to, so back in the day, I used to play, like, the original, like, X-Wing game, and it was really good, but I also used to have, like, a, like, a real, um, I don't want to call it a joystick, but, like, the, 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 the big, uh, throttle, like, the flight stick, you know, like, mm-hmm. the big, the big thing with, like, with, like, a million buttons on it that's, like, for, like, flying kind of like a fighter jet or whatever, like, I used to have that. In fact, I still have one, actually. But I just, like, I just, like, I've gotten got to the point where I don't like having, like, a lot of different input devices. Like, that's one of the reasons I don't want to have, like, a VR thing. It's like I, you know, like, a keyboard and mouse is pretty good. Like, I don't really need to have, like, a, a bunch of different devices so that I can play. You know, it's like, oh, I want to play this game. Let me get out the laser gun. Meanwhile, my dad is assembling a car in his office. Oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. I was thinking the same thing. And <laughs> I don't, I, is your like a steering wheel and the parking pedals. brake? Can you like take that out and replace it with the flight stick? Because they did say it was compatible with flight sticks. Oh. He also has a flight stick. I know, I but I do. Like, is it how how solid is your car get up right now? It's can pretty... you manipulate it? Can I what? Can you manipulate it? Oh no no, it's just, it's just for 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 driving games. It's not for anything else. No, I mean I, I guess like I, move I, the steering wheel and put the flight stick in. Can you just can yeah. you just like hook it up to your car and like use it to like do Uber rides like promote? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Man. It's like, like no ride sharing from home kind of thing. <laughs> Whatever, man. Uh, no, uh, but I'm actually thinking of in starting to get a VR, especially when I saw Metal Honor VR. That thing blew me away. Gross. And uh, no, it did. <laughs> that looks really good. So I want to try that. Uh, Don't forget Half Life Alex. Oh yeah. Well, but then again, you know, Twitter asked. I think it was uh, G Four or somebody on Twitter. IGN was asking on Twitter, what what confession would make you lose like your gamer's card? And uh, and I had two. One of them was I never really was into the Half Life games, and the second one was I never really played a Grand Theft Auto game. So oh. that, that brought me back to the game you were talking about. I remember now. That was the um, Walking Dead Sinners and Saints. Mm-hmm. That was the, the, the newer VR zombie game. That's it, what I was and, talking about. And, uh, and that, that game and Asgard's Wrath are the two I would put above Half-Life Alex. anyway. Half-Life Alex is kind of a gimmick. Um, I, I never played it, but from what I understand, I know like, they, were, they were using the Half-Life name to, to really sell the crap out of it, but those two games, Asgard's Wrath and Saints and Sinners, are the, the two I would put above that for if you want a really good VR experience. I mean, I, I, I appreciate Half-Life, but I don't know that I want to go back to that world and play Half-Life. It just doesn't do anything for me. I don't know. I never, I've never really heard anyone talk about Alex at all. The PC Gamer talked about it a bunch, and they were really excited about it, and apparently the gameplay was pretty solid. Uh, it was a good 20 hours, I think. That's it? Well, for a VR game, that's a lot. Oh. Yeah, because, you know... I mean, that's how long regular games used to be, right? Back in the day, they were not, like, you know, 147 million hours or whatever. Um, so, let's see what else. Uh, Borderlands 3 is getting new DLC, which I think it may have already dropped. I'm not sure. Um, 
And then there's a new Dragon Age in the works, right? Yep. Is that? Uh, did they say anything else, or did they show anything? I don't. They showed concept art and talked a bit about their plans and things, but no, nothing solid. It's, it's coming. Okay. There was this other game that looked interesting, which Little Nightmares too. It looked kind of scary with like dolls and things like that. Did you play the first one? No, I, I don't know anything about that game. I just saw it for the first time at Gamescom. That's one of those games that I have like on three different platforms, but never okay. played it. So it's wait, in my backlog. Wait, let's just let's just make sure we're we're clear here. Anything with dolls is terrifying. It yeah. is. It is. <laughs> Name a single show, game, or anything where the doll is not terrifying. Yeah, Mopi makes me watch scary movies with dolls because she likes to watch me squirm on the couch. Oh, I know. Gross. Mopi. Oh well, that brings us to another trailer you didn't mention: the Blythe trailer. The who? Blighthouse, oh. the, the on Netflix, the new oh. uh, Haunting of Hill House sequel. Oh, yeah. Blighthouse. Speaking yeah. of dolls. I had put it on the Discord uh, text a while back, or the thing a while back. But yeah, that looks, it looks like it's going to be pretty good, huh? Is it same actress, but different story? Is that what it is? No, no, no. No, everything's different. Everything's different. So not, not any of the same actress? No, and one of my uh, like the famous buddies from Twitter and someplace else, like I can't remember. I, he's one of my friends on Xbox. Uh, Raul Coley, the guy that was the medical examiner in iZombie, mm-hmm. he's, he's like the chef on that show. Oh, okay. Which doesn't bode well, because I really like him, but I've only seen him in like one commercial or like, like one picture from the show, so I'm hoping that doesn't mean he does he dies right away or something. Like, I hope that guy, he's pretty awesome. Okay. Well, talking about iZombie, the only time I played it was on the PlayStation. Is that game available on PC? No, no, iZombie the show on TW. Oh, okay. I, I thought you were talking about iZombie the video game. or no, no. Um, that game is uh, that's an Ubisoft game. It's on everything now. Okay. Oh, but I have to do it through the Ubisoft app, I imagine. No, I don't think so. No. Well, I, at least I mean you don't for all of the different consoles. I don't know about PC because they. I, I, I don't imagine so. Like annual... usually they they don't they don't do like usually Ubisoft isn't big on locking things down to their service okay. because you can get a lot of their like all of the Assassin Creeds are on. No, they make everything and everything. Yeah, they're, they're not big on. They're not big on exclusivity because they want as much money from everybody as they can get. But well, I, yeah. I think Ubisoft, though, I, I'm pretty sure that they lock it down initially and then they put it on Steam later. Like they want, you know, they. It's just like everybody has. I was talking earlier about like the Apple Store and the Google Store. Like everybody who has a store takes like thirty percent. So like that's why everyone like like that's why Epic made their own store. That's like why all these people you know, are, like, trying to make their own stores. It's, like, Origin and Uplay and all this stuff. You know, yeah. nobody wants to pay the, the well, cut. Ubi started a, their own service, too, just like yeah, Uplay. So, if, yeah, Uplay. so if you if you pay for their Uplay Plus, I guess it is, then you have the subscription base to play all their games. Yeah. So I think that's what they're baking on, is to make money off of that and less on releases. But... They are making the only exclusivity that's coming that I know of. They're making um, Assassin's Creed and Splinter Cell games for VR, and I think those are going to be probably Oculus. They're probably going to work with Oculus. Okay, because I wanted to play uh, Anio eighteen twenty or eighteen whatever, but that was like an Epic exclusive, and it's only on Epic and UPlay. But it, it was not released huh. to anywhere well, else on the PC. I mean, back to Candyman's point, that's Epic throwing their money around. That was Epic making a deal with Ubi. Right. So don't play movie. Blame Epic for that. The, if you're gonna give me a ton of money and say I can only put your game on my system, then it's like, hey, pay me. Let's go. But like, I mean, you can still buy it straight from UPlay, so that's fine. But I, I wish it would have been on Steam. But that's just a, that's really not an important argument. 
Um, so anybody excited for the upcoming Golem game? Yeah, Which me, game? Me neither. What? Golem? Golem. Yeah, I don't know that I would ever want to play as Golem on anything. I don't understand, man. Like, I, I really don't. Like, of all the characters you could base a game on, yeah. in all of Lord of the Rings, why Gollum? I, I, like, I, I don't know. Yeah, don't... buddy kind of reminds me of Gollum, and he's entertaining to watch. Yeah, but yeah, you don't I... want to be him. True, yeah. You don't... <laughs> I don't know. I might want to be him for a day, because it seems like he has a good time. Unless he's got, like, a hot wife or something. I don't know. I mean, sorry. Yeah, I don't know. I don't... I mean... when, when, he, when he lands age-appropriate ones, right? <laughs> oh, is that the guy? The, the, yeah, we talked about yeah. in the hotel room with the... Anyway. No, no. It was at, he was at a... Let's set the record straight. He was at a pinball machine oh, talking to a girl who uh, he found out was slightly underage. Slightly. Yeah. By slightly, she was the same age as Abby, I believe. Oh, God. And oh, shit. Murder. Was not Murder. Let's... But yes, after he learned, she only had to tell him three or four times before he learned that she was underage. She had to say, no, I am, he's like, 14 what? When he, when 14 he, what? <laughs> I am? Are we measuring her like a horse? <laughs> Let me see your teeth. <laughs> what you're saying? <laughs> she had to say, I am one, four years old. And his response, it finally clicked in his head, his response was, well, keep teaching me pinball, which, to be fair, she was amazing at pinball. Oh, okay. Um, so, so anyway, to bring it back. More uh, along. <laughs> here's the thing, though, about the Golem game. Like, I didn't think about this. I didn't put it together until now. But have you guys seen the trailer for, like, the open-world Harry Potter game that's coming out? No. Oh, yeah. It actually no. looks pretty good, and I don't like Harry Potter. That's what I was just going to say. So, I'm, I mean, not that I don't like Harry Potter. Harry Potter's fine. But I'm so, like... Harry Potter is kind of over, right? Who cares about mm-hmm. Harry Potter anymore? That <laughs> game looks freaking awesome. Like, I can't wait to play that game. So, I guess in that respect, maybe Gollum's going to show me something that I haven't thought of. That uh, I mean, well, maybe no one really knows. I mean, you kind of know Gollum's story, but it might be fun to play through it, right? Um, but the, I guess it depends on what we're playing. I mean, we're playing pre-Smeagol, or are we like, what are we doing? Yeah, like, yeah. What, what, is the, what is the purpose of the game? If it's pre-Smeagol. Uh, pre-Sme- Pre-Golem. Pre-Golem, so you're playing a hobbit, basically. Yeah. Well, maybe you play that story of what happened to him, which that would be interesting. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. I guess I would need to know what it is, really. I mean, you go around murdering people. That may be cool. I don't know. Yeah, that's always fun. (laughs) It's a a manhunt, but you play as Smeagol. (laughs) Grand Theft Golem? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You're, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, So, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, Golem. So now... uh, the DC fandom announcements, because we haven't done a podcast in a while, so there's a lot of fandom announcements from Detective Comics. So there was a teaser for Black Adam, but as I understand it, the movie hasn't even begun production, right? Were The Rock supposed to star as Black Adam? Man, that all of the Black Adam stuff started way before all the Shazam stuff started. It that did? movie was supposed to be made first, yeah. So everybody knows what that. well, I mean, not everybody, but... Everybody involved knows what that movie is, and it should have been made way back then. And basically, that movie was going to come first, and then he was going to show up as the villain in Shazam. Oh, I didn't know. Okay. No, yeah, and then they restructured everything, um, partly because of his uh, Hobbs and Shaw had had conflicts, mm-hmm. and then there were some other things too. But they also did a bunch of rewrites, which is like typical for DC, especially to do a lot of rewrites. And okay. so. Um, 
it, it kind of messed everything up and there's still like it, it seems like the plan was for his movie to come and then make him the villain in shazam 2 but now that timeline's not coming out either so now they're still doing his movie as a standalone and then they're going to do another shazam 2 without him and then i guess shazam 3 he's going to finally be the villain okay there's going to be three shazams yeah they, he's already signed i thought he signed for three more actually Holy there might, shit. There might be just two what? more. Yeah, because it did so well. Like, especially if you put it compared to any other movie that DC's made lately, Shazam, like, raked in the money. Like, I, did I mean, it do better than Aquaman? Movie. The Aquaman surprised everybody. Then what? Aquaman? Oh, Aquaman. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. Aquaman did awesome. No, no, nothing did better than Aquaman. I'm Aquaman right now, which is kind of funny if you think about it, right? Aquaman is like the cash cow for DC. Yeah, which is weird because I wasn't even... You're all women, honestly. Who? I mean, that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, it's a good, it's a really my good mom, point. My mom did go see Aquaman. She see? <laughs> She's seven years old. She's like in first in line to go see Aquaman. Abby and I went and saw that in 4D. Man, that, like, that was amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah, we did that too. I think I came Where's out with bronchitis after that show. Huh? Where's the 4D theater here? Uh, no, Andres, where was that? It was the same place where your mom went. Uh, Edwards Marquis, I-10. Yeah, 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 I-10. 4D yeah. there now, wow. Yeah, and man, like, just, I mean, we all know the movie. Like, the, the part where his mom is, like, fighting with the staff in the house, like, early on in the movie, I got the shit kicked out of me, man. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Abby and I are, like, getting thrown out of our seats. Like, I was, like, I think I had bruises afterwards because the seats were beating us up so bad. But it was so cool at the same time. I'm pretty sure there was a guy behind me that couldn't eat his hot dog. Like, he was <laughs> trying, but he couldn't, like... His, his what? His hot dog. <laughs> I mean, moving on. <laughs> I haven't uh, seen Shazam. You heard oh, really? Shazam? You need to see Shazam at I, I least once. I haven't seen it either. That's a fun movie. It's not it's the fun, best yeah. movie, but it's a fun movie, I think. No, yeah. it's fun. And it's I love Zachary Levi. Zachary Levi is really cool. If, if you guys ever watch Chuck, you should yeah. do it for yourself. Do yourself the favor of watching Shazam. It's awesome. I watch Chuck. Watch Shazam. Yeah, I like Chuck. What was that? Kenny, you're sounding kind of far away. He said he oh, liked I, I liked Chuck. Oh, okay. Gross. Okay, so we got Schneider's Cut for Justice League is four hours long. There was a teaser trailer and it's only gonna be on HBO Max. Again, 2021. Um, I know Andrew was dying to see this four hour cut. Oh my God. <laughs> I, it looked like a different movie from watching the trailer. I didn't even rec recognize it's, Justice it's League. It's not gonna be a totally different movie. It's it not is. gonna so re excited. remake, it's not gonna reset time. It's gonna be amazing. I'm gonna watch I it think, 50 times. I think times. honestly the stuff that was cut out and the stuff that Joss Whedon changed is probably it's probably going to be better in this in the Snyder Cut, to be honest, in my opinion. But I mean, I think people's expectations need to come down a bit. This isn't like biblical. I mean, they're not going to all of a sudden make that movie good. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still holding to hope. That being said, I already you have the invite. You come over and we'll watch it together, man. Like yeah. I'm ready. We can invite Richard and hold hands. I mean, shit. Anyway, I mean, we, it may take us four days to get through it, but we'll get through it. Okay. Hey, it's just like watching Dune. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and there was also an announcement for the Suicide Squad movie, which has a massive cast. There were so many people, I don't even remember, you know, but they... I, I have a theory about that, too. What? That my theory about this ginormous Suicide Squad cast is mm -hmm. the same as Deadpool's X-Force. Which is... Uh, they're all gonna die really fast, except for the except for the handful of people that are actually in the movie. Okay. 
So they're just extras, very highly paid extras? Exactly. <laughs> That's my theory. Okay. Um, let's see what else. Oh, so we had we also got a trailer for Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, which is a game from Drugsteady coming in 2022. The, there was the other trailer too, the Gotham Knights. Both of those yeah. at the same time. Yes, I, I'm going down the list. I haven't gotten to that one yet, but yeah. I was going to say, Gotham Knights looks better to me. Yeah, you play as, as Red Hood, Robin, Nightwing, and Batgirl, right? Which, I mean, I don't care about the character so much, but just the, the footage that they showed, that game looked better to me. But mm -hmm. at the same time, you can't deny Rocksteady's freaking heritage. Like, every game that they made was amazing. Although the Rocksteady show gameplay, I thought they had just shown, like, a, a cinematic They didn't show any gameplay. Yeah, no, they didn't show any. So I have no clue what that game looks like. But it's still kind of far away, so... We'll see. I, I just the only thing I'm worried about is Rocksteady game might which which is I mean again this goes into the whole same thing with me versus most of everybody on the podcast is I'm not a multiplayer guy and I think yeah. Rocksteady's Kill the Justice League is going to lean on multiplayer based on oh really the movie that they showed right like it was just it was no gameplay but there's a lot of competitive play I mean not competitive play co-op play in the trailer okay uh, so I don't know we'll see but Rocksteady man that like. They, they print money with good DC games, so I'm hoping it's going to be pretty awesome. Yeah. And then uh, Batflick will make a return in the Flash movie, official announcement. I guess after you become an alcoholic and then you bang Ana de Armas, then you're good to go again. Right on. Motherfucker doesn't deserve Ana de Armas, dude. Bastard. Anyway, uh, what else? Hayden Christensen to return to Kenobi series? What? Well, okay. Let's let's put it in context, though, right? Like the the Kenobi is a limited run series. It's a one time thing, and it's probably not going to be what it'll probably be like ten episodes, right? I don't so, know. Yeah, probably. I imagine I imagine Hayden's going to show up in a flashback for one episode. Uh, that's that's my prediction. Really? I think so. Is it going to be like the Star Wars man, uh, Christmas special, where the the only good thing yeah, that, yeah, that was the Mandalorian? Come on, man! The Wookies, like Christmas at the Wookiee's oh, yeah. house, and the Wookiee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those are so bad. Oh man! Uh, oh, this is something that Ethancito is gonna love: the battle for Middle Earth Reforged, a non-commercial fan project oh. under development, had their first gameplay reveal on August seventeenth, twenty twenty. Because we love Battle for Middle Earth, we play Battle hey, for Middle yeah. Earth too. But you can't unless you have a hard copy. You can't get your hands in that game, right? So they're they're a fan fan project so that game is being reborn basically yeah back when that game came out a hard copy it was like six discs in a box yeah uh, that was a fun game except <laughs> except you couldn't zoom out a lot but it was um it was a really cool rts where you could level up like gandalf and you, you could level up the heroes uh, similar to like a uh, mobile or whatever so you have one hero that you can level up which is your general and then everything else is normal and that that was kind of cool I have a score to settle with that campaign mode. You do? I got to the level where you're the dwarves mm -hmm. that have to, like, kill the dragon. But I never managed to get enough firepower to kill it. Because what I did is, instead of, like, getting units or whatever, I filled the entire area with uh, towers. Oh. As okay. the dragon flew over it, all the towers were, like, barraged the, the dragon <laughs> as it flew by but it would never kill it no matter how many towers it put down. Man. So I need redemption. Yep. So, um, you're, so you're saying you just need more towers. You, more just, towers. you just, just do enough towers. 
Well, I I filled up like the entire area. There was no room for more towers. And uh, so we're gonna have to figure out something else. And here's another item that Candyman's gonna love. Hitman Three will be an epic exclusive at the time of lunch. Lounge. Fortunately, yeah, I don't care at all. I've never played the Hitman game, so no. that doesn't. Uh... Hitman Two's on my playlist mainly because I played it for a little bit and I got one achievement. So I have one percent in that game. So I need to. <laughs> I need to up my achievement score on that game. But no, I, I do like Assassin games. I think they're really cool. Alec played it and said it was cool. That's the one that comes in episodes, right? Like you have to buy every episode separately or something? Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm going to start playing that soon. Um, let's see. Oh, here's something Andrew's going to like. Olivia Wi No, Olivia Wilde? Yeah, Olivia Wilde may direct Spider-Woman, maybe. What? I didn't hear that one yet. No? Yeah, I don't know, man. Oh, well, yes and no. Okay, so there's a movie on Amazon. I wish I could remember what it's called now. I'm taking too long to find it. Olivia Wilde did like this indie movie on oh. Amazon uh, where she's like uh, getting revenge for her husband beating her or something. So she's really? like con contracting herself out to women to kill their husbands. Yeah, it's it's a weird movie. It's pretty good though. It's, uh, it's pretty Little, Miss, uh, Little Miss Sunshine. No. No, man, that's the... Come on. Yeah, I'm way off. <laughs> that's the super girl. Samsonite. That was way off. Well, anyway, search her name in Amazon and it'll come up. It's like a super indie movie. And, okay. man, she looks rough in that movie, too. It's kind of like when Charlize Theron played Monster. Like, yeah. yeah, she she doesn't look like herself. But that movie's pretty good. And so using that movie as kind of a... I don't know, as kind of a weight of what she could do. Well, that and Tron, right? Like as to what she could do when she got behind some kind of action flick yeah it might be pretty good yeah i actually did not dislike the second tron movie although that was extremely i loved that movie man like i don't know okay. I, I guess the movie was made for us right it was made yeah. for me and you and the rest of the world didn't like it however <laughs> I, uh tron 3 has gained a lot of ground it's happening oh cool yeah i would love that yeah yeah I still so have... that's, that's something dig up that that news for next time i need, to, find sh it. I need to show Ethancito the first tron he's never seen it i don't think oh man so. really really i didn't care one. the first was very good that's a must watch starman was it starman yeah yeah the dude right yeah yeah Lebowski? same dude yeah back then he was just starman now he's the dude oh my god dude uh, i i can't with you like i hated starman he was I, not starman no i don't, like, I don't like a Star whole bunch of other movies <laughs> other than starman like what the hell <laughs> no i know starman was horrible i didn't like it but that's how he was known anyway uh he's the dude yeah whatever no, he is the dude. He's the dude. He's... the room together. <laughs> yeah, Thank I... you. Uh, okay, so Netflix has canceled Sabrina, and I'm wondering why. Uh, because Sabrina is so much better than fucking Riverdale. And, but the CW can get away with shitty ratings, also known as Batwoman. But obviously Netflix, I guess, they want better ratings, so they can, they're, they're going to do one more show of Sabrina, and then it's gone. And I actually like that show. And Mopi likes that show, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she speaks. Yeah, she did. She's there. And so uh, here's a contr uh, what's that? Were you gonna say something? Speak up. Uh, what? Oh, I thought you were saying something. Okay. No. Cool story, bro. So, <laughs> what? No. No. Well, all I said was yeah. So uh, yeah. Are we talking I about? AFK, so... You were sorry. AFK? Mopi, you're a supposed to be paying attention. Bit. No dinner for you My tonight. Bad. <laughs> okay. So, Netflix show Cuties. Do we want to talk about this? 
No. That's a no. 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 Okay. No. 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 Okay. Underage girls twerking is bad. Okay. Underage girls twerking is bad. Okay. Let's leave it at that. Okay. Anyways. Mopey, no twerking. Here's a fun fact. Sniper Elite, dude. Sniper Elite, the board game has a mini of Hitler getting shot in the balls. I think that's worth it. Just like. It does. There's a board game based on Sniper Elite, and it has a Hitler mini with him getting shot in the balls. And if you play the second Sniper Elite game, you, you know that the DLC lets you kill Hitler, right? So oh, there's a certain international things that should not happen regardless of who they are, right? One of them is shooting guys in the balls. Yeah, that's just... They may become too popular. No you know. That's fine. Mm-hmm. He only has one, yeah, so that's, right. a, that's a pretty... That's like, that's like a hard shot. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good. That's a really good shot. With like the X-ray vision and stuff, and the sacks bursting. That's just. And you don't know which side though. You don't. I don't know which. I don't know which one he was missing. So like you've got to like like you've got to be naked. You're gonna like have really sure. Or maybe he shot him through the hip and got like what would have been both in one shot. That would have been a good shot. <laughs> Great. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Old-fashioned game of billiards, man. Uh, <laughs> no. Okay, so Vampire: The Masquerade Bloodlines Two has been delayed until 2021. There's a little bit of controversy because narrative lead Brian Mitsuda and creative director Kai Clooney were fired without warning. A joint decision by Hardsuit Labs and Paradox Interactive. Mitsuda was the mastermind behind the story of the first game, which I liked, and had been working. Yes, and had been working on the sequel for five years. The rumor is, and this is just a rumor, so just take it as you will, is that he probably upset the new woke narrative with all, that all writing seems to be obfuscated with nowadays. Like <laughs> woke narrative. Yes, no, because I, apparently there's uh, there's some leads on the project that want to push the tired and old narrative that we all know, right? And so Mitsuda, I don't think he was down for it. He was just more interested in the story. He's like, don't put you know politics in my in my game, and I think that something must have happened there. Because you don't fire this dude without warning, dude. I'm, I'm yeah, sorry. five years into making the game. Yeah, like, like you know, yeah. and, and he and like he didn't know. He thought everybody was fine. Like he thought everything was fine, and poop, one day he's just gone. And this is the one that Andrew's really gonna love. Oh boy, Olivia Munn to return oh, yeah. to G Four when it relaunches. And then my question is: G Four is relaunching, and then is Kevin Pereira in the picture? Is Jessica Choba coming back? Is Sarah Underwood coming back? Is Candace Are Bailey they going to reboot Code Monkeys? Is Morgan Webb coming back? And Adam Sessler. So uh, that we I, I got a lot of uh, I got a lot of theories about that one. Mm-hmm. Um, so first off, Adam Sessler. I don't know if you know this or not, but he's already been recruiting for new talent for the for the network. Is he the one behind it? I don't know. I, I never really gave that much just shit about looking everything up but <laughs> i mean like i, I saw his like uh on some game some of the game sites he's actually got an ad that's it's a real like it's something that would have shown up on the show it, mm-hmm. it's kind of funny it, it's him basically being real stupid and acting up his whole persona to look for the next uh, the next star to run the, the show yeah so my theory is because of that, because he's out there like trying to find talent to bring into the network. Mm-hmm. Olivia Munn probably isn't sticking around, dude. Like she's probably coming back and she'll like make an appearance and then disappear forever again or go back to movies. So we'll see. But it's interesting that Sessler's also doing that on the side for his show. Mm-hmm. 
so who knows, man? Like, also, where is it going to go? Like, what? Who? Where is? Is it going to be a network thing? Is it going to go with one of the streaming services? Like, I hope they go streaming. I really hope they go streaming. I would love to see that. I would love to see Morgan Webb back, because you know she was at at the Pack South. Remember that we heard her? Yeah, yeah, she was. She was speaking there somewhere. Well, and Sessler's still been like really active in like the reviews and launch communities, so mm-hmm. like it's not that much of a surprise because he's still tied to the industry. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. It'd be interesting. Olivia Munn, man, like that's the one that doesn't make it makes the least sense to me. And of course, that's the one they're going to announce because she's the biggest name out of everybody. That well, because she left, she left Attack the Show to make a, a name for herself, and now she has, yeah. and so coming yep. back would be just like a project of love, I guess, right? If she yeah, we'll see. It. Um, so the co-creators of Avatar The Last Airbender walked away from the Netflix live action adaptation and I don't thank know. goodness <laughs> I guess after Islamalakalekum rate the shit out of that show I don't know that anybody wants to make another live adaptation of that yeah what's his name The Village and Signs and I see that people I think you had it at Islamalakum yeah there you go Okay, George Lucas as temporary Lucasfilm president, uh, taking Star Wars in a better direction. Apparently, Disney has not been happy with losing a shitload of money and people being upset about Star Wars and stuff. So, uh, I guess him and uh, and Mandalorian dude, what's his name? uh, Favreau? Yeah. They're kind of taking over and trying to usher Star Wars into a better... Better uh, I don't think Lucas is the right yeah. one to bring it back. Like I, that. I mean, I, I absolutely agree. You know what? All they have to do is, um, like, dude, take, dude, get fucking John Favreau and put exactly. him. Amen. Like, like he's the guy that, like, you, all you literally, dude, all you need to do is find an actual fucking Star Wars fan. All right, like, I can do it. <laughs> Like, let me fucking do it because, like, I know what I would like to see, and like, I know, like, all you literally have to do is take someone who liked how it used to be and just fucking do that. Yeah. Like, hard. Well, and look at look at what Favreau did with Iron Man. Who gave a shit about Iron Man before it came out? Yeah. Yeah. Favreau's. I think he's, he's super. Like, I I really yep. like him. Like, all you have to do is have like one fucking talented guy, um, who 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 like actually loves the just like loves the you know like doesn't love money but loves the the source material exactly what it used to be like it's not not only that like he's he's like a legit stand-up dude like he's he's a good person so when you have a bunch of people coming to work every day that love working for him and want to keep working for him then you end up with a better product also I don't know, man. Like, I'm, I'm on board with Candy Man. Just give it to Favreau. Yeah. Right? Lucas uh, out. Like, uh, Lucas needs to just take his money and go swim in it. Yeah, Lucas yeah. tried with the prequels, and that's okay. I mean, I, I mean, I'll say, I was talking to somebody about this the other day. I mean, well, I was talking to Andres about it, too, but I was talking to someone else as well. Um, I mean, I thought that the last trilogy was just, just, especially the last movie. I mean, the whole trilogy was just recycled hot garbage, but the final trilogy, you know, the, the, the sequels. Yeah. Uh, I thought we're just utter hot garbage, but especially the last one was just an embarrassment. I mean, just just an absolute embarrassment. But when I look at it, I say, you know, it's like I thought the prequels were bad, but then when you see what they did with the sequels, like with such that thing Andres posted about the Star Wars theory interviewing Ray. Um, yeah, yeah, that was Star Wars theory, which is a, a guy that has yeah. yeah. They had no idea what the fuck they were doing. Like at least Lucas tried. Like the original, the, the the prequels were were not good, but but 
at least Lucas actually tried. I mean, it wasn't good, but he tried. Like, the stuff that they produced on the sequels was literally just, like, just, it's called Star Wars Give Us Money. Like, that's what they did. <laughs> embarrassing. Yeah, I can't argue with that. Um, let's see. Let's... I'm a little... I'm a little, I'm a little this, this, this is a topic that is, <laughs> is upsetting to me. Like, I really... No, it's upsetting to all of us. We're, we felt like we... Take something you love and they shit on it. Yeah, we were set aside. We were all set aside. Anyways, um, so, there has been a Fable announcement. Of course, this was like maybe a month and a half ago. Playground Games, new developer, game from the ground up. So I'm really excited because I love, and I know Andrew loves the Fable games. So that's got me excited. So I, I don't know if I ever told you, but I played, I was in the beta for the new Fable that was supposed to come out. Oh, really? On, on Xbox One. Yeah. And Fable yeah, Legends? Was, yeah. 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 It was fun. Like I, I had a good time with it. The gameplay was really similar and it was just like a touch better than mm -hmm. the previous Fable games. Mm -hmm. So... It, like it was shaping up to be a really cool, really fun game, especially if you're going to play with somebody else. So, I, I don't know what the whole story is with Microsoft and why that game crashed and they never released it, but it was a pretty finished product. So I'm I'm hoping that when the new Fable game comes out comes out that they use some of those some of those um, not not necessarily ideas, but some of that game uh, that they can reuse it because it was pretty awesome. Some of the assets. Yeah. Although my problem with Fable 3 is that they didn't have any pretty people in it. I don't know why. Like the only pretty characters were like the main characters that you played and everybody else was butt ugly. I don't understand why they purposely made everybody butt ugly in Fable 3. That's still I don't like. Um, I guess there were just too many uh, NPCs so they had to tone down the graphics. Yeah, I don't know. They just looked ugly. Um, okay, so the, here's a, a bit of local news. The Texas Renaissance Festival has come out with a new podcast, or were their first podcast ever. What? The first episode is really cool because you get to meet the founder of the of the festival, and he's actually a fan of architecture, and he actually became, he created the town of uh, Todd's Mission in order to be able to replant his land. And so he has been the mayor of that place forever, and he's like in his 80s right now, late 80s, and he's, he's a pretty cool guy. Uh, the only thing about the podcast is that all they're doing right now is interviewing people that work at the festival. But I think when the podcast is going to really take off is when they start interviewing all the freaks out there, all the people that are like, you know, like me, I guess, that yeah. dress up and go and do weird shit over there. Once they How start interviewing those people, then the hot, that podcast is going to take off, I think. For now, it's just like talking to like the security guy. Oh, this is my job. This is what I do. Or the or the or the marketing person, and that's not that exciting. But once you start talking to the actual people that go to this place, that that's gonna be a good podcast, I think. I, I was gonna ask about that. So I assume it's canceled this year. I'm not going this year. It's not canceled. Really? But I'm not going this year. See, I said the same thing, and I was joking about how you were coming to Texas in perfect timing that we could all go. And I, I said it. I said it as a joke, like I. But Andres yeah. was like, no, we're not going to go. I'm no. like, wait, it, it's open? Like, it's really? Yeah, it is open. <laughs> Do you have to wear masks? Yeah, well, they have, they said, I think on the open grounds, you don't have to. But if you go into any of the little shops, uh, you have to adhere to whatever their rules are. Because every little shop is going to have their own rules. We could dress up like plague mm -hmm. doctors. Yeah, exactly. And then you're protected. Uh, you should be good. Ethan just talked me into it. I'm back in. <laughs> you're a plague doctor? <laughs> I'm a, I'll be a plague, doc plague doctor. No, Let's go. But I was going to skip it this year. I don't want to. 
yeah, we're all there with 40,000 people, man. I don't think so. No, I mean, they yeah. can't even put, like, all their clothes on, more or less, put a mask on. Not even for a sausage on a stick? Oh, oh boy. For empanada? Uh, a banana empanada? Oof. And a sausage empanada? Uh, yeah, I think that it's just... Pineapple on a stick? Oh, yeah. I mean, especially when you have that many people, like, in that, you know, like, even if it is outdoors, like, I still think that that's just not... Plus, you know, we get drunk, and then we start singing and swapping spit. I mean, you know, it's just like... <laughs> Gross. You know that we get drunk and excited, all those rules are going to go out the window, so might as well not not get tempted by that. Uh, so, I'd like everybody to raise their glasses for Mr. Grant Imahara of Mythbusters, who died. I'm Andre. Oh, yeah. He was a good dude. He was that a good was dude. A Grant Imahara was a righteous dude, and I think we owe him uh, homage, because he was a really cool guy. Mopey, raise your water, or whatever. You're Kool-Aid. Okay. But don't drink it. <clears throat> Um, and I think are we? I think we're getting close to the end of. Uh, oh, does anybody know who the new Batwoman is? Is something like Javisha Leslie? Does any? Do we know anything about her? I saw a picture of her, but I didn't really read up on it. No, because I there's, I, a, there's a new Batwoman. Yeah, because the uh, Rosie, what, whatever Rose, she didn't want to do it anymore. Um, yeah, it was. What's her name? Too much. No. She was she was still trying to use a grappling hook and that didn't work. <laughs> she, she broke so many grapple hooks. <laughs> she broke another one. <laughs> oh uh, yes, Monster Hunter movie, Mila Jakovic, Jakovic. But the movie has been delayed, obviously. But Man, uh, she's gonna have to she's gonna need like a walker at some point. Like she's like She's got to be getting up there. I mean, she was in, like, the fifth element, like, like that. I did. I used to, dude, in, like, the fucking when I got my first surround sound system, like, I seriously, when I got, like, my first DVD player with, like, surround sound, well, I don't know, was it, I think it was DVD. I watched the shit out of that movie and surround, it has, like, the best surround sound of any movie. Like, I've seen that movie, like, that was, like, 25 years ago. It's like, she's, she's, she's got to be, like, 50 by now. I, I, so, did, do you guys like the original Resident Evil movie with her in it? It's 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 good entertainment. I mean, it's not the best shit ever made, but I I had fun watching it. Yeah, all right. Okay. I mean, well, I thought it was pretty good too, based on like I was expecting more, but it was it was good. The reason I'm asking you is because it's the same director. It's like everything. It's the same team basically that made that movie is making the Monster Hunter movie. That's why she's in it. It's her oh, okay. Okay. Oh, I I the know director. That. Yeah. So she's forty. She's forty-four. Wow, she must have been. She must have been like eighteen when she did the Fifth Element. At, at least that's what her resume said, or whatever her ID. Huh. Okay. Um, oh yeah, Ready Player Two is going to be the sequel to Ready Player One, and I just like to point out that if you go to the Mutant Donkey YouTube channel, uh, about a year and a half ago, I made a graphic with Mutant Donkey playing Atari 2600 with one of the dragons from Adventure and it was called Ready Player 2. So That must have been where they got the idea from. You no, should have. Obviously any retard because we're using the word retard freely now. Uh, <laughs> no, you should sue them. Yeah, sue them. <laughs> no, Trademark. Yeah. So... Yeah, documented proof that you came up with the idea first. Yeah, there you go. I'd like to take away Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. <laughs> I looked up for a picture of her, and I would agree. Wait, <laughs> although I would like to add it back if we can get a picture of her in the Batwoman costume. 
Holy. <laughs> oh, that reminds me of the one congresswoman who dressed up as Batman for Halloween last year, I think. Really? Yeah, it was pretty bad. Was it that appropriate? Uh, that actually sounds awesome. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say. <laughs> it's awesome until you see it. And oh, I'm boy. about to show it to you. Oh, no, no. I, I talk about politics, but the truth is I get politicians, so... Oh, no. Bad costume, then I can, I can, I can pretty much hate on any politician. Honestly, they're all pretty bad. That almost reminds me of Miss Chokes on Dick <laughs> <laughs> from South Park. With <laughs> 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 little cats like going at them. Yeah, sorry, but that shit shouldn't be worn in public. Holy. <clears throat> Real kitty, it's a bad kitty. Bad <laughs> kitty, bad kitty. <laughs> <laughs> I know a kitty kid that's sleeping with mommy tonight. Oh, gross. Okay, well, on that nasty note, I guess we're going to close up this episode of the Mutant Donkey Podcast. And I'd like to all thank right. the members of the Mutant Donkey Podcast for showing up. And uh, although Richard logged off, I'd like to thank Richard for being part of the Mutant Donkey Podcast. He had to jump off because his, his baby uh, woke up and he had to go grab the baby. He texted me on the okay. side. So and hopefully, he wants to say goodbye to you guys. He, he wants to be in next time too. Okay, so hopefully Candyman can meet uh, Richard when he comes here to Texas. Yeah, we got to go. That'll be a cool podcast actually afterwards because we can talk about playing Saturn for a while. Or yeah, that'll be cool. We can play every game under the sun. We may just do a sleepover or something. Oh god. Well, I figure we'll go to your house and then from your house we can just drive up to Richard's house, right? Yeah, yeah, perfect. And then we can just come back to your house and I'll use bathroom 14B for a while. Sure. In the morning. I'm making waffles. Michelle's making waffles. There you go. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you for listening to the Mutant Donkey podcast. If you'd like to contact us, please send us an email at mutantdonkey at gmail.com. That's Mutant Donkey with a 3 instead of an E at gmail.com. We will also put this email address in the show notes. Thank you.